This is Patrick Plywood McNeil, your favorite vape lord skid, and you're listening to the toughest podcast in Letterkenny. Tiara. What's up? How are you now? I'm good and you. Not so bad. <laughs> oh man, we have reached the conclusion yeah. of season four. Holy shit. Uh, it was, there was, uh, I mean, I mean, there was a lot going on in the season, a lot going on with us. Right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so uh, things got delayed in some cases and, you know, even this, uh, <laughs> got, we got a little bit late of a start, later start than I preferred. Well, um, I got sick this weekend, yeah. so that was part of it. Uh, so you don't do that anymore. I know. I'm trying. <laughs> so, it's not my fault. This is this new body thing. Yeah. So <laughs> now real quick, before yes. we get into things, Kay. we were asked oh, God. By, at, at, the, at the top of... Our season. Our season. Yes. This season or something. Can you yeah. tell me what that was and who, who asked us for that? Robert Lockwood in our Facebook group asked us to come up with a limerick. And at the time, we didn't have enough time because we got the uh, request as we were recording, <laughs> on basically. The of, yeah. On the day of. Yeah. So we decided to put it off till the end and we summed up the season. In our own ways. In our own ways. Yeah. Do you want to go first or you want me to go, go first? Go for it. All right. <clears throat> And Letterkenny, Wayne likes his chorin' because he'd rather forget heartache and be boring. But between Tannis and Rosie, he's not feeling cozy, and so he'll get the Gus and Brew pourin'. I like it. <laughs> I like it. All right. This season brought us more mates, some connections of such not so great. But with just enough puppers and bonfire of suppers, a few folks got toe curlin' dates. Ooh, toe Ooh, curlin'. Toe I like, curlin'. I like a little toe curlin'. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You want to go do a little toe curling? Oh, I'm all for some toe curling. <laughs> Let me take these off so I don't be jingling, jangling too oh, much. That's probably a good idea. You should take them off when we're toe curling too. Hey, well, you never know. That's uh, it sounds like I'm wearing spurs. <laughs> not my kink. Maybe it's mine. <laughs> you have not expressed such in almost 13 years, sir. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> so where do we want to start off uh, with this? Do we, uh, should we start off with growth? Yeah. Anything you're curious about? Uh, well, I'm curious how many downloads we're at. Well, we are right on the cusp of 26,000. What? 26,000. Since, since we moved to Transistor, <laughs> which I think was back in, was what? it June? May, June. So, 26,000. 26,000. Huh. So that's, yeah. Wow. And all, I think all of our current episodes, the episodes for season four are all over, uh, a thousand that's so weird. Each. Oh my God. Yeah. You guys are awesome out yeah. there. So, uh, yeah. And then as other growth, our, our Facebook is up. Oh, our fa Facebook group. Yes. Is up over 2000, which just happened um, last night. Yeah. Yeah. We were, and just to put it in perspective, when we recorded our season three recap, mm -hmm. we were, uh, 1325. So okay. that's, so that's 50, 51% growth. Nice. Um, Twitter, we, uh, last season we ended with 667. 
Uh, and we're now up to 1,092. We're probably actually a little bit more than that now uh, since I wrote these numbers down, but that's 64% growth. Instagram, we went from 331 to 546. That's 65% growth. Tumblr, we went from 236 to 486, and that's 106% growth there. Just in that in this season, um, wow. our pa- our Patreon patrons have grown. Yeah, we only uh, had a couple. We had no, we had nine. We had nine. Yeah, we're okay. up to fifteen now. Wow. Uh, so we're gonna give thanks out to uh, Courtney, Dennis Guggen, and his wonderful, awesome pop custom pop, pop vinyls. Mm-hmm. Heidi, uh, the pie guy, and actually, uh, I need to give also a shout out to uh, Gamefully Unemployed again mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. because I left them out i told him i was going to give him a shout out three times <laughs> and also need to send him a shirt yes. so uh yeah the gamefully unemployed i will post in the show notes where to find them it's a really cool podcast network i mean they I, well it's podcast and streaming and all kinds of stuff so it's uh, uh two guys that uh were laid off during the big layoff from crack.com um and so they got some cool shows on there so uh check them out uh kevin whack who was uh i don't know if was he he was last one of the uh, third season that he, we, we interviewed him on, I think then Lisa Judy, not, I don't know if she's any relation to Doug Judy. <laughs> what, you what, missed a name. Did I miss a name? Kevin Wack. Kevin Wack. Oh, Kyle Ware. Uh, any real, oh, maybe some relation to Marcus, uh, our, 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 one of our Oof. favorite, favorite wares. My favorite football player. <laughs> uh, so, Hulk smash. Yeah, so Kevin Wack, Kyle Ware, Lisa Judy, Mitch Cole, Monica McCoy, Reagan, 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 uh renee encarnacion uh awesome who is who is our trivia maven she's also was there in our very first episode of of season four um and uh shane winsma shanna 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 (laughs) shanimal and valerie lopez who i have some exciting news for i don't know if i'm allowed to give it but she's got a cool interview coming up with one uh, on comedy wham with one of the cast members nice. uh and i'm super excited for her and she's gonna give him uh, uh, uh give us a shout out to him um <laughs> and just because he's funny as fuck and i would really like to talk to him uh so <clears throat> our also this during this season our new website has come up yes. how are you now pod.com uh and we have our email addresses there as well so it's uh Hosts at HowAreYouNowPod.com will get to both of us. Dean underscore Giles at HowAreYouNowPod.com will get to me. TR underscore Walker will get to the lovely Tiara. S- stick with hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Just- so so that I'll answer them. Yeah. No, yeah. send her emails. <laughs> Tell her how wonderful she is and that she's amazing. Oh, God. She needs some encouragement. <sighs> uh, our merch. So our merch with... with uh, F yeah, was F yeah t-shirts or F yeah printing. F yeah printing. Okay. Uh, so I, instead of, cause there's, that's a very long link. So what I did is made it very easy for everyone to find to get right there is you go to howareyounowpod.com slash merch and that will take you right where you need to go to get to our merch. And the awesome Luann is in charge of all that she amazing is. stuff. And I get to see her in a couple of weeks and I'm so excited. Nice. And uh, so we've started doing, we, this season we also did our uh, music uh, different music for each episode right and, I, and as we been really cool yeah and as we go through uh these episodes here and recap we will uh we'll give them a shout out again also send us more music because seriously and yeah. if you are like some experimental weird whatever and you're like ah no one wants to hear it i want to hear it i want to hear it 
Hell yeah. I mean, if you also, listen, if you rap. listen, to the, we've got no, oh, yeah, no rap. Totally. I want some. And, you know, I think, and I think, uh, I think, uh, Bobby Buhay from JB's, mm-hmm. uh, he, he sent, he sent somebody my way and I'm, tr- I think it was a hip hop guy Ooh. from up there. Uh, I'll have to check it out again. Cool. There's, there's been a few that have come in. Uh, I, but I just, I just need to check on them. Uh, we also, we also have our, our, our friends, our good friends, Angela Tini and her husband, Dario, who yes. are both in two different type of groups. Yes. Uh, well, w- yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're both in d- different types of groups. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I believe that. Daria's band just broke up. Oh no! God damn it! Yeah. Well, Teeny's still going around. And oh god, I, I yeah, she's in Vegas right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> the Star Jays. Mm-hmm. So if you like some jump blues uh, and all that kind of stuff, she's got an amazing voice, and oh. that that band is tweet. Yes. Uh, let's see, and then um, the Indiegogo go ham- the Indiegogo campaign. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try that again? The Indiegogo campaign. <laughs> the Indiegogo campaign. So, uh, yeah. So we, uh, and I've, with exception for, uh, for Heather, because uh, I still, I need to roast her some coffee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I've already talked to her. Uh, I have fulfilled all of our, our all of our gifts for that. Awesome. Show us your merch. So, yeah. Yeah. And if, if you got merch from us, show it off. Model it. Um, so tag your pictures on Facebook with, uh, how are you now? Actually, too, so we can well, actually see that. Victoria who put us at, at the, at our goal, she hasn't given me anything yet. She just, it, it was just a one lump sum donation. It wasn't any perk related. So she'll get back to me. I'm sure Aww. at some point. So she, she just, she, she, we love Victoria. We do. I mean, she's been a friend of ours for years mm-hmm. and, uh, and like Heidi, you know, <laughs> Heidi wants to help us out and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, it's just you know, because they love us. So, uh, and they've known us for some time and it, it, you know, it's not, it's not about getting stuff back. It's just helping us get where we want to go. So, yeah. but anyway, we want to give thanks to Victoria, Woody, Heather, Elizabeth, Valerie, Eric, and Heidi, uh, for contributing and getting us to our goal. We have, uh, we have our, our road procaster, roadcaster pro, <laughs> <laughs> which is like, the road the road procaster is a mic and the roadcaster pro is a mixer <laughs> I, okay i totally wouldn't even have caught that to uh, say like. but yeah, uh, yeah i will <laughs> okay all right, all right and we uh so we also get tiara her own uh, sure sm7b mic my fancy mic that i no longer hit my face on when i move my head <laughs> and i can see her face <laughs> It's such a face. Uh, and then, and we also got some acoustic tiles. Um, yeah. Which hopefully I, the sound is much better for everybody hopefully, out there. Yeah. I mean, hell, we're even recording with the door open and it sounds beautiful to me right yeah. now. And we've also completed, which will be at the end of this episode, end of the, the recap, will be our second cast member in, interview with Patrick McNeil, your favorite vaping skid, this uh, vape lord, skid supreme, gas mask vaping wearing. Vaping through the fidget spinner. <laughs> Dude, love that. Uh, dude. It was a wonderful interview. We had crying on we had, shoulder and vaping. <laughs> yeah, we had a couple of technical issues. Yeah, it happens. Uh, it ha- it's going to happen. When, anytime you have a remote, it's not always going to work out. But you figure it out and you work your way through it. Yeah, uh, it's not the first time. It won't be the last. True story. <laughs> and and all of our guest hosts who will also uh, mention as we go through each yeah. episode. So let's start off. Uh, all right, season four, episode one. Yeah. Never work a day in your life. Uh, and our, like I said earlier, our first guest host for that season was awesome. Uh, awesome. 
Seriously. <laughs> what do you mean it's not awesome? <laughs> well, and just we just kind of um, did a quick little listen to of episode one, too. And I realized, and I want to say this for the record because I'm sure it's happened before, but I don't always listen to our episodes after we record it. If I'm speaking to somebody with an accent, I start to gain aspects of that accent. And it's absolutely not something that I realize I'm doing. So what? No, I was going to say, and you talked about that in that episode. I Okay, I didn't remember that part because (laughs) I just heard myself again. Okay, I just heard myself again and got all like anxious in my chest. (laughs) Like, oh God, I hope nobody thinks I'm doing that on purpose. No, Uh, because you talked about it as an Aspie thing. Both of you did uh, about echolalia. Again, I don't listen to our episodes (laughs) after we do them. (laughs) So our musical guest for that episode was a Smile Syndicate, uh, which is also a podcast and music they they do it's it's a it's an it's a weird and amazing podcast i don't know how to describe it you have to listen to it the smile syndicate yeah go listen to them um so uh this episode in a nutshell you want to take that well i mean the season started with uh with wayne and rosie not together because he had to he had to hit because of bradley bradley yeah i almost called him wayne because wayne brady I seriously, he is kind of like Wayne Brady. I can see that. And and (laughs) he's reminds me of the sketches of does Wayne Brady need to shake a bitch? (laughs) He's the black Wayne. He is. He is the black Wayne. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, so yeah, Wayne's trying to forget Rosie. Like he just thinks that they're done because you know, that's in his mind, the way that things go. Right. Um, and see the skids and Glenn, I like the turf war for mm. the Dollar Tree. That I thought that was a really interesting arc and actually played a big part in um, how I thought of the whole season because it was two different groups coming together and eventually finding common ground. And I love that. Right. Uh, and then how Riley and Jonesy's relationship right. with Katie. Choosing only one of them. Right, and, and mm-hmm. how that dynamic changed. So uh, I, now I've, I've got on this list here that my favorite character. I, so I'll let you choose your own always yes so i I don't want to make this claim for so my favorite character for this episode was tannis i'm pretty much any episode tannis is in i'm going to choose tannis so i mean i'm not going to (laughs) same so i mean teo horn was not the reason why i started watching this show oh yeah but i can guarantee you it's one of the big reasons why i continue watching the show Yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah, she every episode a, she's in every she, scene. Her the, that big Tannis energy mm-hmm. always coming through. I mean, you got to get that on a shirt. Uh, de- definitely, I need a shirt. This I need a shirt. This says that. <laughs> you done with BTE? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> so, and one of the things that we talked about in in our episode with Awesome was about how uh, it normalized things. So uh, let's uh, let's listen to that. So that's you know it's it's normal. Mm-hmm. that's i think that's the great it it's is. normalized all of these things are normalized in Letterkenny. a little town a rural tiny town, town <laughs> a tiny rural rural town in canada yeah. well okay yeah. and and this is something that i have i've really come landsy and air this <laughs> uh this show is so dialed in like and specifically to like by culture with the fucking mm-hmm. jokes about algebra <laughs> <laughs> And the pants that fucking fit, et cetera, et cetera. I don't I want to know how how they keep that honesty. Like without outing anybody, I don't want to know. But I do want to know how they get that grip on on the pop culture of queer folks. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you where is that coming from? And thank you for that, please. 
Yeah. Absolutely. And also, like, there are so many ways that Letterkenny, like, treads the line without going over it. Yeah. That it's just, it's amazing to me. There's no way that they don't have somebody who's very, very versed in all Tuned of that. In, helping. Yeah, yeah. Delve into the into that culture. Exactly. Yeah. And all, and all facets of culture that they talk about. Mm -hmm. So, and, oh, and also, uh, and for, for this, like I did last season, uh, I did, I put out, uh, polls for mm. everything. And for this episode, Oh yeah. The, uh, the favorite quote was rips, rips, revelation, rips, rips, revelation, rips, revelation. Right. <laughs> Call the cops. <laughs> gotta, have, gotta have to have a little Bonnie McMurray at the end. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, uh, yeah. so that's pretty, that, that was our uh, episode one in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, then we get into, uh, uh, episode two of fuss at the golf course, which was our highest. I mean, I voted the highest by far. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, probably tw at twice the rate as the second, which we'll get to in a little bit. Okay. Um, so yeah, it, and uh, on that show, I liked we, Fuss at a Golf Course better personally. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, it was my favorite probably of this season. It was so good, and it was yeah, there was uh lots of good, um, lots of good acting and comedy in that, and mm -hmm. just you know the, and it, it gave the McMurrays a chance to shine, which was right. yeah, that was, and that's um, and, and coach a little bit yeah, too, and and so and, and on my notes I have you know my favorite character is the McMurrays. I don't know if you. I, I would probably say coach in this one because yeah. this is, They're you, both, you get to really they, see the yin and yang yeah. between the two groups. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, yeah they, they, you can't have one without the other. Right. So, um, and the, so for this episode, we our, our guest hosts were Marty and Dan from the breaking Mayberry podcast. That was so much fun. <laughs> Those guys are so funny. And if, if, uh, if you've never watched, uh, uh, Andy Griffith show, uh, you don't have to, you can find out all about the Andy Griffith show <laughs> from breaking Mayberry. Yep. Uh, it's a very interesting take on kind of how we do with, yeah. with letter Kenny. Uh, but, but looking back at a show that, <laughs> that is 50 plus years, 60 years old and actually relevant. Yeah. In some ways. And, and, and how <laughs> fucked up shit was, right? <laughs> yeah. but it was fucked up that nobody talked about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now we like, talk about it, which is like, why it's no longer the good old days. Kind of like the two black actors that they had in the show that did not talk at all. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, and our guest host, our musical guest was disrupt the paradigm. Go check them out. We'll have all again. All these will be in our show notes. Um, these are, these bands are all fabulous. Uh, uh, and so in this one, this, uh, the Hicks, uh, and, and the McMurray's, uh, get together to basically go after the folks at the country club. Cause they want to get rid of the Canadian gooses. Yeah. Cause the, the, they're, they're laying their eggs there at the country club. And so they decided they're going to start oiling eggs so they can't. So they don't hatch. Right. So they can't hatch. Um, which has upset the McMurray's and the Hicks. And now they're on a, on the war path. Um, and as well as the other war path at the dollar store, right, that's still going on. <laughs> right. Um, and then the, the Riley and Jonesy situation with Katie still trying to, uh, to sort that out. So it's all these conflicts going on all at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, so yeah, my, so I had the McMurray's, you had the, uh, you had coach, uh, uh and I'm going to say, I'll do this right now. The, the, mm -hmm. the, the favorite, the favorite quote for the episode was. Must be fucking nice. 
must be fucking nice. Must be fucking nice. Uh, yeah, that that was voted the number one quote uh, for this episode. And then uh, one of the things that we we got into a discussion about as far as the McMurrays was how mad they were at at what was going on. Mister and the McMurrays themselves. I mean, just how they get. They, they're, they're, Mrs. McMurray re- always takes that one step too far, yeah, and which well, I fucking love. I want to, I want ma- to, mail them. some fucking anthrax. <laughs> you take care on your shore. And, and the, the, they, they do a great job oh. of sounding like people who are so mad that they're not making sense yes. anymore. When he just yells like, "They're Van fucking Guardians of the fucking Galaxy." <laughs> the McMurrays are low key the MVPs of oh, this episode. Yeah. Oh, totally. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite scenes with them is in this episode. Yeah, I mean, the, so they. They just, I mean, and the, you don't fuck with motherhood and just hold each other's hands. <laughs> and then, and so those that, cocksuckers help each other fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah. Again, one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, like of all of them, probably. Totally. Thus yeah. far, it's probably my in my top two. Yeah, I we know what my first one is, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love how like how many. Well, how much we kind of learn about the McMurrays during that. Like, we started having a lot of theories about why they are the way they are, why, mm. you know, why Mrs. McMurray is so overprotective about these geeses, yeah. gooses. And, and our, our uh, theory about, you know, maybe she can't have babies. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, so yeah, I thought that things. was really, really interesting. And we also started learning a little bit about, I mean, you didn't, we don't have anything about Coach right now, but no. you started learning a little bit more because he kind of talks a little bit more in mm-hmm. this episode, than it, and it's not just yelling at the hockey players. Yeah, exactly. That's what I it's really him, liked. him outside of the barn. Yeah. <laughs> then we get to episode three, Way to a Man's Heart. Yes, sorry. It's all right. <laughs> uh, and we had, uh, it was kind of a, a double uh, for this. The, the musical guest was the Alder Kings, and... Our guest host for the episode was Chris Martinez of the Alder Kings. Yeah. They do some really cool, uh, it's like psycho surf, I guess you could call it. That's what I would call it. Yeah. Uh, really cool music. Uh, something that I really dug just because it reminded me of the psychobilly and rockabilly that I listened to. And so, used to play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and uh, so how would you talk about this this episode? So this is the episode where we kind of learn a little bit more about Tannis and and how things work up on the on the res mm-hmm. because this is where uh, the two strays show up. Right, uh, Shayla and Shania. Is I that right? I think that's right. Shayna. Shayla. Shayla. Okay, and Shania, uh, <laughs> who um, stole our surly uncles away from Tannis uh, because you know. <laughs> They'll, Her, they'll, they'll well, tennis is ne- tennis is tennis nephews. nephews. I like yeah. calling the squirrely uncles. Okay, <laughs> that was the thing that you and Don used to do. You called them the squirrely uncles. <laughs> okay. Do you not remember this? No, that's okay. <laughs> I know that uh, the when, joint boys joint boys folks are called the were called the surly uncles. I know. Okay, whatever. <laughs> it's okay. Sure. Maybe I am confusing the two, but I swear on Podscure before we even started this, you guys referred to them as the surly uncles. Okay. Okay. All right. Because <laughs> they always stood there with their arms crossed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, they got stolen away by the power of the pussy, and mm. Tannis recruited basically everybody to help her get them back. Um, and then the other part of the episode was uh, the Skids and Glenn finally decide to kind of switch places and figure out, like, walk a mile in each other's shoes. Right. and, and uh, So conflict resolution. Yeah. That's yeah, trying to work the whole out. episode. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you, you like, you, you like seeing, so what, what we've seen so far is there's this conflict and 
then there's more conflict. And now we're trying to figure out how is there how a way we can get yeah. the resolution. Yeah. Right. And also in this episode was the, uh, the DGens from upcountry coming to start. Oh, yeah. That's right. So, I forgot almost. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so, oh, and also, and we didn't have a lot of new terms, this, I think, because we've learned so many the terms. The whole season. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, this, though, this term, uh, this time I've, I learned a new term. You <laughs> yes, said you, you did. You, I had heard it before. Uh, you had heard So otter. Yes. So that's cause that's what, uh, Dax and Ron mm-hmm. preferred because after the, after talking to. Rolled, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rolled. Uh, so again, Tannis episode. Always Tannis. <laughs> Always. <laughs> um, but, uh, and so, yeah, we, uh, we get to the part where, uh, where, where we've gotten to where Wayne is ready and and uh, then this happens. Tannis? Mm. Let's have a scrap. About fucking time, I started to think it was never going to come. Because <laughs> he spent the entire episode thinking he was going to fight somebody and then they like people are talking and talking it out and finally well, he's like, can I can I please hurt this kid? Can I can I hurt well, him? It's it. That was the, the DJ showed yeah. up, yeah. And so, like, he's yeah. like, yeah, really? No. <laughs> but, and I love, we talked about how, like, he feels that there's... Yeah. Uh, yeah. That there's kind of a way to, like, he asked for her permission. Right. Because in that situation, they're, they're she was turf. the one, exactly. She was kind of the head of, and, you know, he asked Katie a lot because mm. he oh, yeah. definitely, I just, I'm not able to complete the sentence here other than I love <laughs> how Wayne defers to the women in he his res- life well he was res- he respects whoever not just respects but yeah. like he he re- it's he would probably do really well in a meritocracy like he want he thinks the women know more and better than the bo- the men do true yeah. so well it's like it's like he said on on his uh uh the uh relationships episode mm-hmm. <laughs> when when he was talking to uh the feminist about oh, yeah. well I trust my sister just about anything over a man <laughs> except, except for this <laughs> so uh yeah so um and then uh, then they have the big scrap and we find out that you know wayne is you know not the he's not superman right there, there's only been a couple of times where i've actually been worried that he's not gonna win yeah mm-hmm. and and when it's happened it's been like it's it's been like visceral like i've been on the literally on the edge of my seat because it looks like he's in trouble. Well, you know, I mean, we, we know he's we know he's not invincible because he got knocked. He, even though it was a sucker punch, uh, Joint Boy knocked him out. Um, and then uh, uh, not Joint Boy Tyson, Tyson knocked him out. Joint Boy got was really co- close. I mean, that was a. I mean, because at the end, it was a I very mean, it, even fight. Yeah, it was a very even fight. And then Wayne's <laughs> at the end is very is panting when he asks him if he would like to come to the Super mm-hmm. Soft birthday party. So yeah, that right. was yeah. Wayne Wayne Wayne's not invincible, and I'm expecting at some point he's going to get fairly beaten, and that's gonna that's probably going to be a season. So yeah, and that, <laughs> or, that, or or that, the end of a season. Mm-hmm. And, and then that legit worries me. Yeah. Like, so that'll be interesting to see. I kind I kind in a way I kind of hope that happens. That you know just to see how that goes because I think they can. He's got his whole personality tied up in being the toughest guy in Letterkenny. What yeah. would happen if he was no longer the toughest right, guy? Right, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, seeing how that played out would be very interesting. What do you think would happen? Uh, that, like I said, that's going to be a whole season of Wayne collecting himself to... Well, if you were if you were to pick a character on I've, the show currently... <laughs> we, I've, had this, I've had this argument before well, a who, number of times. Okay, but I don't mean, like, who could beat him up. If you could pick someone in your mind who would be a, the best match that could potentially do it, though. Like, not necessarily, like, 
Um, Because I know we talked about how Derry saves him a couple of times Mm -hmm. and how uh, Squirrely Dan, like, seemed unbothered a lot when people were trying to fight him. But, like, who would you think? Like, who would you think is the toughest guy in Letterkenny if Wayne was not? Uh, Oh, uh, if you just mean could beat anybody else if you took Wayne, if Wayne did not exist. Or Wayne had to bow out and, you know, like, had to leave town or something. Sure. Uh, I would. Who do you think would come out on top? I honestly, Squirrely Dan, just because he, like I said, he's unbothered by anybody attacking him. Um, I mean, Derry is quite even. He's scrappy too. Uh, but I think Dan, Derry's a little crazy. I think he would just lose his shit. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I, I think to be the toughest guy, you also have to have reason. And I think. As far as those two are concerned, Squirrely Dan has the most reason on his side. Um, he's got huge fucking hands. He, so he may not cheat. He wouldn't chase you down. But if he if one of those fucking mitts hit you in the face, he can be hurting for a while. <laughs> or hit you somewhere else. I See, that's... <laughs> I know you were, like, reading my mind, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, my husband. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I, I honestly think that, yeah, Dan... To me, is is the and, and is he's the heir apparent? Okay, that's to I, me. I would agree with you probably, and I because I don't think people would challenge him too because he's a nice guy. He's mm-hmm. friends with a lot of people, and you know if Wayne had to leave, and you know everybody was like fighting, I almost feel like Squirrely Dan would walk into it and go, "Hey," <laughs> and some of them would be like. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> right. And then the other half would fight him and he would win. Yeah. So I mean, the ones that he didn't have to fight were the ones who were his friends who were like, yeah, you should, you're, yeah, you're level headed. You're smart. You're good. Yeah. I, 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 and honestly, I think it would probably be a, a, I mean, it's going to be, it would have to be co equal uh, between him and Derry as far as fighting. Cause I, don't I think Derry would want to be. I, I don't feel like that fits his personality. Well, I think it doesn't really fit Dan's either, but I think Derry needs somebody to follow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I would never see him as being trying to be number one. And I think they both follow Katie. I think they would. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So she would be the queen and they would be the, the knights. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of like how it is now. (laughs) Like with Tannis on the res. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, if Wayne, let's say Wayne moved off to the res with Tannis or, you know, got married to a Quebecois. <laughs> How do you say that? Quebecois. Yeah, well, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, French speakers. I cannot do that. Uh, so then we jump forward to our next episode, oh, uh, yeah. season four, episode four, which is the second place. The talent show. Letter Kenny talent show. Because of course. Uh, we had our friend Bobby Bouhey from JB Memes and stuff. Uh, they, he makes some hilarious fucking memes oh, for Letter Kenny and many other things. Um, Anyway, uh, and then we had our musical guest for that episode was White Coles, which features <laughs> Cole Fournier of uh, Super Fun Time Trivia, which is one of my favorite podcasts. I mean, uh, every the one podcast that I listen to probably the most regularly is Super Fun Time Trivia because they fucking make me laugh so much, and I need that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I love those guys. They are amazing, and uh, you should go listen to them as soon as you're done listening to this. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, after this episode. Um, so yeah, the, uh, this episode is the, um, they, they decide the McMurray's actually come up with the idea that they need to put on a talent show. Yeah. 
and because shitty uh shitty stand-up comedian came into town right. and oh. was just i'm surprised that they didn't beat the shit out of him uh, i think they did later <laughs> like if he stuck around it would, yeah <laughs> yeah pretty uh, sure out back so, so, scrap going on. uh so yeah that that's really what it was i mean at the same time you have uh i think you have riley and jonesy getting themselves back together as right. themselves we are us we are friends before anything else uh and because yeah at the end of uh at the end of man way to a man's heart uh that's when they decide katie's decided uh, you know well riley's decided i can't be with just you I can't, if, if it's either one or both of us and Katie's like, yeah, you need to, you guys are on your own. You know, we all need to do other things. And but also reminding them that, Hey, they, you, this is a good thing yeah, for you. You can go do, you can go get all the big, big city, city slams. slams. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> so, don't have to worry about getting in trouble. So yeah, this is the beginning of the journey of Riley and jo- yeah. Jonesy finding themselves. Uh, I don't know if there will ever be a time where they will find themselves individually. <laughs> no. But uh, no, no, no. I, Those yeah. two are <laughs> two of a, two of a kind. Is that the word? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the favorite favorite quote, high, uh, highest scored quote in this episode was. You want to what? I kind of chose my ass more than just a little wee bit when people use big words to sound smart. It's far more smart and efficient to use small words. Save your breath for something more important, like chorin or toe curling. Hmm. Especially toe curling. You know, I think I know what you're incinerating at here, Wayne. And I want you to know I take great solstice in working through all the conflictions that come from the king and queen's anglish. Shall I call you an ambliance, Dan? Or better yet, a, a wambliance? The library has lots of choice literature to help you through your confliction, Dan. Well, the library's full of choice literature. Irregardlessly. <laughs> Expresso. Ooh, now that one's so wrong, it might as well be right. In any event, the decision on what happens to the package is Daryl's and Dan's, not mine and Katie's. But you did the right thing, Dan. Well, thank you. I appreciate your support. This is, this is. <laughs> now, all of that, the actual quote that was voted as favorite quote was, save your breath for something more important like chorin or toe curling. Yeah. But yeah, you had to have that whole piece because that was just great. Yeah. That whole fucking thing is classic vaudeville. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, yeah, then, uh, then we get into a discussion of exactly what Wayne... <laughs> understands yes well well i liked it because what i see i understand whereas everything else i've seen today well i don't understand <laughs> so autistic yeah that's very true right eh? like and everything like did i don't think any of us understood anything that's uh, happened true, before right but like, except in, for except for well i actually sorry i like gales uh but in particular honest, the but, reason why what wayne um, said was so important to me is because that is very much what any person I've ever met on the spectrum, what they would say about something like that. I like yeah. what I understand and right. I understand what you just did right? Yeah. because I don't understand this other stuff yeah. and I can't process it. Well, because I don't understand it, I don't like it. And that's why a lot of people, yeah. um, <laughs> a lot of people like me who are what society would call high functioning, which is not a word that I like to use very much, but I don't, present to society as what what society would think of as someone with autism and um i think that right there is really what you can catch it on because there i i always called myself weird or quirky or like i was very picky about my food it wasn't that it was i had trouble processing certain foods i had trouble and it wasn't 
I um, like it would be the texture or the smell, and it, it wasn't anything tangible. Or it could be and even a combination of very, smells. It can be a combination of smells. And so that's not, things that you could eat individually, yeah, but not together. It's, you know me too much. Yes. Thirteen years. <laughs> that's very true. It's like um, when when you ask me what do you want for dinner, and I'm like, I can tell you what I don't want. It <laughs> <laughs> does make it a little easier for deductive pur- purposes. Um, Sometimes, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, it. Was that was I think the the community coming back together yeah that's that's what that was everybody's everybody was fighting for for all of the episodes before in this yeah. season and then this episode especially at the end mm-hmm. when they're all supporting dairy right it really was kind of that reunification of the team true and and uh how and the way they moved on from there uh still you know now now they're getting they've moved from settling some differences to now maybe throw in a little different type of conflict in there with the next episode. Right, right, right. Who's your favorite character in this episode? Oh, oh, Wayne. <laughs> See, I love Glenn because of what you just did. Well, again, that was, that's, kind of, that's kind of the yin and yang of that. The, 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 the Glenn uncomfortableness of, to make, <laughs> make, make Wayne uncomfortable. And, the you know, Wayne, is, you know, when the McMurrays are up there, <laughs> he's hitting the button and trying to find it because <laughs> he's got his eyes covered. <laughs> Uh, okay because i kind of i would have i would not have pushed the button on that one <laughs> i was if that had really been happening but, in front of me i would have been like I'm but it's trying not to pay attention but. but it's also wayne you know that when he's ta- when he talks about that him coming out saying this is who i am he's kind of explaining himself in the best way that he can yes absolutely so i, I think that is a huge point for wayne mm-hmm. so that, that's why i pick wayne for this so and i you, get that he so. he really did. He's done. He's done some emotional labor this episode. Yes. This season. He he summed himself up really well right there. Yeah. Like um yeah I would agree that a lot of this season is Wayne kind of understanding who he is and what he wants out of life and yeah. you know what that is going to look like and it might not look the way that he thought it was going to look and it's kind of freaking him out. Yeah. And uh, I think this episode just takes all of that and puts kind of a you know, pinpoint on it. Look, Wayne, all of these things are happening around you and you can't stop them and they make you uncomfortable. And finally your friend is there and you can help your friend and everything is fine. Yep. That's that, that whole episode is just, that's Wayne's life. This is what he needs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And that, that leads us in right to the next one. which we t- Absolutely. The, yeah. The, the letter can he leave, which we did with <laughs> our guest host, Genesis Nunley. Who was wonderful to have oh on, God, and our so musical guest to to. Lizzie Boredom. Fuck, they were awesome. Love them. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, this episode is in the nutshell. In a nutshell, is uh, the McMurrays are having a hot tub party to try to see who's uh, in uh, who's, the lifestyle. <laughs> who's interested in joining the lifestyle? <laughs> right, <laughs> uh, and yeah, and then. The hockey players know the new season is right around the corner and they started, they got to start working out and they, right. Those games. Right. And they have their little, uh, you know, in recovery, it's not always straight up. There's going to be some back tracing. And so there's, uh, their issue is, you know, how are they going to go about it? Are they going to do the the supplements, Mm. (laughs) the, the, uh, and, and, and get the, uh, the non- Nate, not, what, what do they call it? Uh, the the type of gains uh, 
where <laughs> I don't remember not, I'm sorry. not the unnatural gains, the, yeah. the non natural gains, because that's what they were. Let's just do with the natural gains. Oh, I'm not seeing any gains, buddy. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, all that was so they they were they, they was they were going to do steroids. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they visited, visited the kids, and uh, yeah, <laughs> that's where that came from. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. So and so my favorite term. And this was soft pass. I had not heard this. I don't think you'd heard this before. You I, had to look I it don't up. think I had. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it makes sense just thinking about it because they say hard pass all the time. Well, what's sure. a soft pass? Uh, I'm just not into it right now. I, uh, <laughs> I, normally I'd be into it. I just can't. Right. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And I think that I think that that would be a really good uh, thing for me to keep in my ret- repertoire because yeah. I love being social when I can, but mm-hmm. sometimes I can't. And I think that instead of saying, I would love to be able to do it, or maybe I can do it. Check in with me. Soft yes, soft pass. One yeah. of those. So yeah, then uh, uh, the favorite the favorite quote uh, for this was yeah. from Mrs. McMurray. Whatever you're into, that's what I always say. <laughs> Whatever you're into. <laughs> She's so fucking drunk. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so whatever you're into. Uh, then uh, <laughs> then oh yeah and and. And in this episode, my favorite character was the McMurrays themselves. Yes. Because they, they're they a unit and they, you know, when they're with each other, they're with each other. And Absolutely. So, yeah. <laughs> and so they're ride or die bitches for each other. <laughs> I like that. It's true. <laughs> so, yeah, regardless, regardless of what they do on their own, they are always 100% in each other's pocket. So, uh, I would agree so, with that. Yeah. And then, so, but the other thing we got in discussion about was... Pastor's Glenn role. Pastor, See, yeah, go ahead. And Glenn would be my probably favorite of this because there are so many really obvious hints that are dropped right literally in his lap. Yeah. And it it it's it takes right. a very long time for him to either figure it out or yeah. finally get to the point where he's like, okay, I can't really actually do this. Yeah, so, and that's kind of what we talked about here. Yeah. So it's. I f- am fully comfortable saying that he knew that Gail was flirting with him. Yeah. I think when he realized that all of them were kind of thinking about it, he was like, well, uh, but you're married and that's a sin. So I'm out. Right. So yeah. it was like, he's got, he's kind of got soft lines himself right. when it comes to what yeah. could be a sin because you know, he, he wants to get close to Jesus and wine. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, I think, I think he was, he was definitely, I think he was, he was like partially down for Gail and then realized it was everybody. And he was like, eh, I can't do that. Well, not only <laughs> that, I think he was hoping for a little Wayne. Right up top. That's what he was open for. It's sort of, um, it reminds me of like, uh, cause I know people like him in Texas where it's very clear that he's there for Wayne, but he knows he's supposed to be there for Gail. Mm-hmm. And so he's also, he's okay with it. But I also do think he does have soft lines. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also wonder, and like when I watched that part, especially them, um, it was just the fact that they had the closeted gay dude and the black woman. It was like they were being over-sexualized, but desexualized at the same time. I would definitely agree with that, too, because, I mean, it, it was the quote-unquote token characters yeah. that True. ended up in the very final scene yeah. with the McMurrays. So yeah. that was a very interesting one. Uh, and, I, I, and I wonder if they do that just because of, I mean, it's kind of like why, you know, why is... I know Lisa Codrington does a lot of other things, a mm-hmm. lot of other acting. Uh, and so, you know, she's kind of, ha- she ends up having to be just out of, <laughs> the, they want her around more, I'm sure. 
but, right, but she's, she's busy. Yeah, and so and so mm-hmm. as, and so is Jacob Tierney. He's directing and writing at right. the same time. So he so technically, the actors themselves aren't available to be right. in well, more. Right. So they end up having to be kind of when they uh, are available, they're kind of put together. In a way. Maybe I see so. That yeah. A lot, yeah. You know, they yeah. end up together in the bar true. a lot. Yeah, that's true. So hmm. yeah. So, Something to ask if we ever get a chance to. <laughs> yes. Hopefully soon. <laughs> uh, I'll just, I'll put someday. I don't even care about soon. Someday would be good enough for me. Yes. <laughs> um, and then, uh, let's see. So yeah, I had yeah. the McMurray's, you had, uh, you had Glenn. Um, and so then we, we jumped to the season finale, not the last episode, but the right. season finale. Great day for Thunder Bay. It's the Bay Brothers coming home for hay. I can't, <laughs> what's the whole, like. It's, uh, I don't remember all the <laughs> shit that went on with that. It's, it, you know, and it was kind of all, in my opinion, a lot of throwaway stuff. I yes. mean, there, there's some good, there's some good back. And we talked about this and, and there is that, you know, there's a lot of stuff that was going on in the episode that wasn't really talked about, but are really, you know, there was a lot of things happening without it being part of the action. Right. So, I mean, this, the part of the action stuff was really just kind of, I mean, the, the only, I mean, like the parts that I cared about were, you know, when, when, uh, Katie goes to get the pig from the res and she meets the, the two fellows there and, (laughs) and has, and, and has her chat with, with Tannis about them. Uh, and you know, maybe, maybe you'll, maybe you'll get, uh, what is it? Maybe you'll come to. So, well, I, I think this whole episode, I mean, I know that it's Great Day for Thunder Bay, which mm-hmm. is that party for the Bay Brothers, but I right. really think this episode is just, will he or won't he right. when it comes to what Wayne is going to do next? Yes, and before we get too far, uh, our guest host for this episode uh, was was Aaron Ferris, mm-hmm. and our musical guest was the Highway Thieves. Very cool. Both awesome. Wonderful to have them on. Wonderful music. Oh, and uh, my favorite character this episode. Duh. Tannis. Mine too in this one. <laughs> Holy shit. The way she goes yeah. from I'm just casual talking to Katie and then yep. mm, look at my boobs, Wayne. Hi. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, she goes I mean, to I have been that woman. That's that and that's the uh the highest ranked uh quote for this is You trying to sneak a sunrise past a rooster, Tannis? I don't know, you're the one stuck between a cock and a hard place. You breast or thigh guy. Woo! <laughs> Yeah, and so and, <laughs> so and like you said, it was a lot of did he or didn't he, and that's kind of what we talked about in that episode. So let's just use evidence what we have of Wayne yes. so far, knowing what we know about Wayne. Knowing not- what we know, it feels like he should be uncomfortable with this idea, but seeing what we saw, I believe that he went for it. Okay, right. I and and you know just without without you know if I was a fresh watcher of of Letterkenny, had I not seen watch this episode three times and then knowing all the other stuff leading up to mm-hmm. it, I would, I would probably say, Oh yeah, he went and fucked Dennis, but you know, it's, but having, but knowing Wayne as well as we do, I would say, you know, working logically <laughs> as Wayne does, he, and the things that he's specifically said before the, 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 the nod and he, yeah, I think he has made up his mind at that point. He's leaving now to go, Break up the to go handle that. See, and that's why you know I, we don't know. I We're agree, left to speculate. Definitely working, working the logic. That's, I mean, any other person, I hell, I'd admit it. I'd probably be a, a <laughs> look around. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, no, I, I, but, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, Wayne big Tannis energy. It's hard to of, overcome. 
Oh yeah, dude. Real mm-hmm. man. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Always loving the big tannis energy. Yeah. <sighs> Again, I need that shirt. You know, uh, I need and, that shit on and, like a tight low cut. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, honestly, I think Tannis needs her own show. <laughs> but I don't want to take her away from Letterkenny. No, she could. I mean, but Life on the Res could be a totally, you know, a spinoff show. Totally, Fuck I would watch yeah. that. I would yeah. fucking watch that in a heartbeat. And they could have crossover episodes all oh. the time. Yes. <laughs> and so then finally, <laughs> uh, we end up with our holiday episode, like uh, super like we, hard Easter. Yeah, super hard Easter. Uh, with our our, our uh, new good friend R.J. Sundancer, yes, and our musical guest Greg Spencer. Um, and so it's been. Uh, how many years? Four years <laughs> since since Derry's got to uh, lay out the Easter eggs. Seems like it's been about four years. <laughs> so it's his turn to hide the Easter eggs, and he painted and hit all the Easter eggs, and uh, and got super hammered. Uh, Glenn, on the other hand, uh, has because he doesn't a, have a flock. Because he does not have a flock, he has he has no congregation. He cannot do a passion play, so and he desperately wants it. <laughs> and so he uh, he uh, allows Riley and Jonesy to recruit themselves <laughs> to his cause, like he didn't know what was going on. Oh gosh, <laughs> I I just I want to point out that I love that Glenn hangs out in a gym when he's for Clint. Like he's like, I just need a break. I'm gonna sit right here and watch. Yes. He goes, Oh, you're in a gym. Oh, am I? Oh, well, I didn't even notice. (laughs) As if somehow you could walk into a gym without somebody going, Hi, are you a member? Hi, would you like to become a member? Maybe they don't do that up in Canada. Maybe not. (laughs) You don't need a membership to the basement. (laughs) Uh so let's see. Um the uh my favorite character in this episode was Glenn. Oh god, yes. He was dynamic and funny and he uh his 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 role um <laughs> so uh he's he's decided he needs he needs to be jesus and uh be judged and uh suffer and i love how he suffers <laughs> yes so uh so their first their first trip is uh leads us to the be- the highest rated quote for for the episode uh, was when he goes to be judged by by coach, and we get this. You probably call your asshole your penalty box. That is personal, not true, and a good idea. <laughs> fucking a, right? Hell yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Oh, <laughs> see, coach supplied some of the best um, setups. Oh yeah, in this episode because Glenn had a couple little. Th- wait, whoop. Like it was watching Glenn play off coach was a lot yeah. of fun. Yes. I would like to see more of that. Yes. Anything. Uh, I want anything. I, Mark forward. Anything. Mark forward. Yes. More <laughs> Mark forward, please. Yes. We, we got into at the end of it, uh, a discussion of Rold's kinks. So in this episode, what I saw was a more traditional Dom sub relationship. Mm-hmm. I saw the sub trying to make the Dom happy when they couldn't make them happy. They, you know, helped make them comfortable and then tried to find something to make them happy. Mm-hmm. Just I spent this episode wanting to kick Stuart's ass, knowing full well that that's probably the relationship they have and they are very happy with it mm-hmm. because when Roald is flirting with anybody else, he's not subby. No. He's, he's very like, hi. 
<laughs> rolled the switch. Rolled. Well, I don't think it's a switch. It's still he's still a, being on the. Well, he, he, he's not he's not dominant, but he is. Um, he can play the role. He can play the role. He can. So how do I explain? When I said earlier that I saw him as a brat, mm-hmm. that's what I'm talking about. Okay. He when he flirts, he wants to make someone either uncomfortable or very horny. Yeah. Um. But when he's with Stuart, okay. it's absolutely different. So he's he's being he's a he's being a bratty sub. Yes. Okay. Exactly. All right. Exactly. I, I see. Yeah. Whereas he's I'm with you. he's fully submersed submissive. I'm with I'm Stuart. not. I'm I guess I am used to seeing more of the traditional the female brat. Yes. Yes. And I mean, there I there are millions of people out there that know kink way better than I do. This is just my um I don't know, middle school knowledge, not elementary knowledge, your, but your perception. Um, your your perception well, based off of what you know. What I know and who I know and yeah. and what I've learned and yeah. yeah. Um and that's that's just what I see there. Like I feel like um half the time in public Stuart is not in that role, but when he is in that mood, mm-hmm. it's like Every time I'm mad at Stuart, it's usually because he's being an asshole to Rold. But if that's something that Rold likes, who am I to judge it? Yeah. So that's I, where I kind of came to in this episode. Yeah. I think, yeah, their relationship is very interesting. Um, I think, because, I mean, it's obvious Rold truly, worships. yeah, worships, loves, adores Stuart. Oh, um, and the kissing, too. Yeah. Where I've never loved thee as much as I do right now or something like yeah. that. I feel like that was a real genuine moment. And Stuart was like, wait, we don't do this in front of people. And turned his head because he looked back at where everybody else was. Let's when, just go catch up with the others. Let's go catch up with the others. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Stuart's perception of the relationship is very different than Rolls. Be because be, yeah. I honestly think that Stuart is not into dudes. Yeah. But he cares about Rold. Rold's like his best mm-hmm. friend. He's his yeah. homie, you know? But Don's sub relationships Rold, don't have to be sexual though. True. They don't have to be a yeah. sexual thing. I mean, they it's, live together. They intimacy. share their life. It's intimacy, but it's not necessarily sex. Is it possible? Is it possible that Stuart isn't cognizant of the Dom sub relationship? Is it possible that their relationship just manifests in that way? It's, that's it's possible. possible. That's kind yeah, of the way I think, I think Stuart is, he's got his own track and he's just kind of a self. Oh yeah, person, totally. Completely. But like also does care. People are complicated. Yeah. <laughs> is basically. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So I, you know, the more I think about it, the more I don't think Rold would put up with that much abuse without it being an established relationship, an established part of their relationship. I mean, I just, he doesn't put up with, like, he's, he's not with his dad anymore who is abusive. Yeah. And that's because Stuart also provides all the drugs. True. That's very true. <laughs> so but I, I just, I don't, know. I don't feel like. I, I really feel like this is an intentional thing between the two of them, that it's not just Stuart doesn't care and Rold is in love with them. That's my opinion. Well, it's, I mean, there's no doubting that Stuart is fucking selfish. Well, yeah, yeah. but being <laughs> selfish and being a top are two totally different yeah. things. He could be appearing that way to us, yeah. but really he's doing something that Rold wants him to do, which is treating him this way. Yeah, You know, it might be something where... And I'm, I'm not going to pathologize it because that's just completely wrong. I'm not going to pathologize my own kink, so I'm not going to do that for a character <laughs> on a TV show. But I, I just, I don't feel, with everything else being so intentional on this show, I don't feel like they have made a very honest representation of a dom-sub relationship by accident. Okay. So. All right. I'd, I'm, I'm, I'll I leave, I'll, I'll take anything. 
I know. You know, it's, it's, it wouldn't surprise. <laughs> the suck stuff is it, where I it, like get it into it. Me, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me in either, in either case. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's why, and the, you know, the uh, one thing I didn't have listed in my notes is that one of the things that I'm planning on us doing here in the fairly near future is working with both Ryan Ingolstadt from Pop Psych 101 and Kate from Ignorance Was Bliss to do uh, psychological evaluations uh, on each of the characters and kind of discuss those things um, about how they how they all work and what 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 they see uh, kind of from as people who don't really watch the show and uh, so I think that's uh, I think that's a really cool idea. Um, so, uh, and so that's, that's the end of the season. So now let's get into, uh, some, our, our cosplay contest. Shall yes. We? So we had four entries just in the last couple of days. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> forgot about it. And then they were like, Oh yeah. wait, yeah. <laughs> you get, you can get a free shirt. Um, take advantage <laughs> and take advantage again. This is Halloween season. Yeah. You are probably doing a letter Kenny related Halloween costume because of course you are. Damn so right. send us a picture. You might get a free T-shirt. Yes, uh, and and uh, and granted, this is for this is for September because we went all through. But the right. recap show ended up coming out a little bit late because of the, the interview. Day yep. The day before we, the day before it airs, uh, the new season airs on Crave TV in Canada. True story, and uh, that was not on purpose. <laughs> well, maybe kind of. <laughs> Okay, it was a little bit on purpose. <laughs> it's kind of how I have a Valentine's Day episode lined up to release the day before Valentine's Aww. Day. <laughs> so anyway, we had four uh, contestants. Uh, Brandon Wentz, who uh, cosplayed as Wayne. Emily Justice, who cosplayed as Angie, or in Puck Bunny style. Uh, Tom Kennedy, who cosplayed as Shorzy. And Steve Jones, who cosplayed as Wayne. So we're going to look through right. those real quick. So this first one we got here is uh, is Brandon. All right. The one on the end there? The one on the end. All right. Nice. Then we've got then we've got Emily as Angie. Saw this one before. Yeah. Okay. Then we've got Steve Jones as Wayne. Nice. Okay. And then Tom Kennedy as Shorzy. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? I'm sorry. The fact that he's covered his face is just I don't know why that just tickles my funny bone. Um, but I mean, it's just fucking perfect. <laughs> uh, I was looking at the going, how is someone going to cosplay Shorzy? I mean, yeah. he's naked most of the time, but covering yep. his face and having that terrible wig that, yep. yeah, shit. Okay. Um, it's uh, for, for me, cause I've, I've seen some of these before mm -hmm. uh, from either Instagram or other posts on, on, on the Webernets. Um, and I honestly, my honest opinion, I mean, they're all great. Uh, there's no doubt, but I think my favorite is Angie. I mean, it's cause she's so like so spot, spot on. on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In my head, I was trying to decide between the one that made me laugh so hard <laughs> and the Angie. Cause yeah. like, if I didn't know that that was a cosplayer, I would, it, Assume it, was, it, was, the it was almost the same. Like, I <laughs> yeah. don't know if that scarf is the same, but I need to figure it out yeah. because that was, that's fantastic. I mean, yeah, it's pretty great. So looking at these, um, for me, I, I, honestly, I think Emily's is the best. I don't know if you agree with me or not. I think they're all fantastic, yeah. but yeah, Emily's was so spot on. So, and sometimes I really like a cosplay to just represent it, but that was so close. Like yeah. she obviously paid attention and it looks so casual. Mm -hmm. 
And that and wasn't her only one. She sent me two. I, 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 so I just, I picked one, uh, to, to represent. And I'm like, that was, she, she's worked on that cosplay for some time. So, uh, yeah, I think she, she did great. Yeah. Uh, so I agree. Uh, everyone was great. This one just, yeah, do it again. Take another so, picture in a different pose and definitely. you can enter so, next week, so next yeah, week, next month. Next, next month. <laughs> well, yeah, you can, you can, yeah, for, you can enter again for this upcoming season. So, uh, that will be coming, whatever we do at the end of, uh, October. So, uh, thank you to, uh, Brandon, Tom and Steve. You did great, but congratulations to Emily justice for being our winner for the end of season four. Uh, you, I will reach out to you to get your address so we can ship you a cool shirt or something. All right. Um, and then real quick before we, uh, drop off and head out to our, your, uh, you to hear the interview with Patrick Neal. Um, we've got, uh, the season seven, uh, drops coming so this comes out on the 10th so tomorrow if you're in canada if you're listening to this as it's dropped <laughs> right uh if you're listening to this the day it drops tomorrow in canada on crave tv you will be what you'll be able to watch season seven uh, a few days later on hulu on the 14th and then uh and i got this uh from uh the folks oh, who perfect the, yes. on uh for, who australia were, yeah from from rep, who were representing patrick that uh we got the dates for australia which is the next day october 15th on sbs viceland or sbs on demand uh so they're finally getting everything so cool australia yeah. get ready you're right gonna have on. so much fun hell yeah i can't wait to hear uh some some chirps coming from from down under absolutely oh <laughs> before we forget yes yes what happened to K. Trevor Wilson this weekend? He got engaged. He got engaged. Congratulations. Congratulations. We think that you are one of the most awesome people in the whole wide world and you deserve all of the happiness and I'm so happy for you. And you were so adorable in your picture. Absolutely so adorable. Go check out his Instagram because it's so cute. He is, okay. uh, they're, they're, you know, this cast is completely wonderful. And oh my gosh, so, yeah. and, and even the ones who don't speak. Uh, so, <laughs> it's true. So uh, our upcoming, our right. so stay tuned right next uh, will be our interview with Patrick McNeil. All right, everybody, enjoy yourself. Bye. Bye. Welcome back to the special edition of How Are You Now? Today we've got an amazing interview, our second interview with a cast member, with and at another skid, yes, because those are our crew, right? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Today we've got Patrick McNeil, who plays Connor, the vaping and silent skid, uh, and uh, he's joined us uh, so we can ask him your questions and our questions and all that kind of stuff. So, Patrick, how are you now? I'm good, yeah. Not so bad. Yay! You do, yeah, yeah, you know, even you the even the skids, <laughs> even the skids do the answer right. Only, only McMurray. Well, I'm not allowed to, but you know, yeah. <laughs> you know it. You just can't say it. So yeah, I, I say it in my head with my mind and my telekinesis because I'm a skid. You know, we got all that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, so tell us about how the part of Connor came to you. Okay, so I was at a skate park, um, just sitting there, and then my friend uh, from college, Blaze Buesano, he came up and said, "Yo, they're doing the for Letterkenny. It's like a YouTube show they had, or whatever you were saying. He's like, and they're doing these things called skids, and like they're meth heads, and they live in a basement and play video games." I'm like, "Dude, that's my role." So I popped up my board, 
And I went home and I tried out for uh, Tyler and Evan's role. I tried out for Rold and I tried out for Stuart. And um, they didn't give me those roles. But then um, the casting director at the time, I think, was Melissa Smith. And she called me up and said, would you like to be a continuity skid? Meaning you'll get your face shown and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I always wanted to be an actor. I'll be get on a TV show. Cool. <laughs> so I get on there. And, um, and then I meet Tyler. I meet Evan. And then I meet Danny, who I'm going to college with anyways. He's just a year ab- uh, below me. Nice. And then we just we were waiting in the... Uh, background holding room and whatever. And then we went to go do our scene and go dance in front of the church there in the first season with um, when Alex DeJordi was there and everything. We got mm-hmm. Devin. Yep. And uh, yeah, Jacob came out and he gave me the gas mask and he just said, like, put this on. So I put it on and he was laughing and howling and that's how it all started. And then the, the, the character development of how Connor was to be is like from season one all the way till now. Excellent. Pretty much. I mean, yeah, we've, we've definitely seen some growth uh, or definitely an, an arc in your characters, uh, over the, got the names and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You got names. Yeah. We, we, we talked about that is that, you know, I think, uh, I don't remember the exact episode, but this is, we, cause we do trivia for every episode. And we said, this is the, f- this was the first episode in which mm-hmm. Connor and Darian are named. And so we, we kind of compile our trivia and every so often, uh, if I can, if I can, cause I, I'm really the, producer yeah, editor operator <laughs> of this sh- of this so i when i do uh I'll, I'll do a trivia tuesday every so often and put something together uh to put things like that in so uh and it, so especially things like this where we can get some little background stuff from you guys we can uh, add a little more spice to the trivia I love that you just yeah. said that no one can see it but you just did the, <laughs> the, 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 little, the spice meme doing the little spice the sprinkle <laughs> and the salt <laughs> Oh, that one. Yeah. I, I can't keep up with them. The kids are just like, they're just oh, too geez. on it nowadays. I don't even try. I feel like I'm an old man with a cane. <laughs> you do. I'm a teacher. <laughs> They'll say stuff yeah. and I'm oh, like, geez. I don't know if I should be offended or not by that yet. I need to go and look this up. <laughs> yeah, oh, my, exactly. I've got a 16-year-old son and a 20-year-old daughter and they're constantly sending mm-hmm. me things. I'm like, I don't get this. <laughs> Can you explain this? And, I'm 30 and- now and I'm like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 50 and uh, just kind of and loving it. I try I try I try to keep up. He does better than I do actually. <laughs> Surprisingly. That's good though. Like You're he'll say something it. and I'm like what the fuck did you just say? And he'll be like oh it was something Evan sent me. I don't <laughs> I don't understand that at all. <laughs> so yeah, oh, um great. So on uh on I follow you on Twitter and Instagram. I uh, and I'm sure you probably have other places uh we can follow you on but we'll get we'll get to that in a second but on your Twitter account, uh, your Patrick Plywood McNeil. What what did the plywood part come from? <laughs> okay, here we go. So when I got into the industry, I was first to locations. Uh, I was assistant locations, or whatever. I was doing it for the Amazing Race back in 2015, hmm. and then I got into this uh, show called Step Child as an art um, art department uh, trainee or whatever. So we're just painting. Danny was on the theme too, actually, the other kid. <laughs> and we were painting all these rooms. And then um, I had my posters for DSBT TV, my old web series I used to do with all my buddies when I, and the other guys that I used to shoot Dirt Squad and um, Blacktooth stuff with, which was like all skateboarding and stunts. I'll get to that later on. But um, I met a key grip and uh, he, I was passing up posters for DSBT TV and he saw one and it was me falling off a ladder, a six step ladder through pieces of plywood because <laughs> it was a sketch I did called the clumsy repairman. And I didn't dress up like a repairman. I just climbed up the ladder and just fell. <laughs> That's what I mean. And, uh, 
And um, it's just to represent, like, I used to do backyard wrestling and stuff, and that's always been my hippie humor, like wrestling and CKY and Jackass and all that stuff. And then uh, he hired me, and he got me on a bunch of shows, and then everybody has, like, a tech. Usually, they'll either call me Patrick or they'll call me Plywood. All right, then. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. I knew they had so, and kind of getting into, I'm going to switch over to, to another, another question that we had that's uh, from, uh, which you've already seen from, from, <laughs> from Keith and Heather Mackey from, uh, on Twitter for, uh, uh, yeah. yeah so there's a being, being huge DSBTTV fans, and I need a definition of what that means, but, uh, okay. we want to know who he would give the ultimate chair shot to and who would he like to receive one from and why? Hmm. I don't know who I'd want to really give a chair shot to anyone. Like if I was a trained wrestler, anyone who's down to have a wrestling match with me, I guess, because I'm not really like, I don't really want to be a violent guy. I listen to a lot of like metal and stuff, but you know, I'm not violent at all. But if, if I was in the backyard and everything with my brother or like my other buddy, Pete, yeah, I'd give them a nice stiff chair shot because they know it. They know what's coming from me. It's with love, you know? So. Well, and, and I, um, yeah, what's the, the DSBT TV and DSBT TV. It's, um, Dirt Squad Black Tooth Television. Okay. And uh, the acronym was really funny with people. Um, because like I would just I try to get people when I was trying to promote it, like just make up your own acronyms and send it to me. I never really got any, but like my friends and me were all sitting around a campfire having some drinks one night, and then we all just kept making up our own. And then my buddy Joe said that one I just said earlier, and it stuck with me, and I thought that was hilarious. I laughed for like five <laughs> minutes. I don't know why it was so funny. It was funny now, but it really was funny then. <laughs> So I don't know, but it's Dirt Squad Black Tooth Television because I used to do run with a crew. We did stunts together called Dirt Squad, and then a skateboarding crew we used to all skate together called Black Tooth. So I kind of tried to combine it all together because all those guys in DSPT TV were part of all that stuff. Nice. And I've known all those guys fifteen plus twenty years. Like a guy named Peter Klein, Cody Armstrong, Joe Hollins, um, and there's a guy named Max Fryerl who I haven't seen in a few years, but his name's Fryer. But I call him Fryerl because he misspelled his name on Facebook for like six months and didn't even notice. <laughs> And uh, he put an L at the end of his last name. Yeah. And um, yeah, like we just always been rolling. I've still been rolling with him actually for a long time. And then Peter, um, he had his birthday a few weeks ago. I was rolling with him. He's actually shooting my uh, comedy sketches right now that we're going to, that I'm going to like release soon. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, the part who, who you would like to receive one from. A chair shot. Yeah. Oh, um, they're both dead, but balls Mahoney from ECW or uh, Axel Rotten. Because those guys could swing a fucking chair. Holy shit, back in the day. God damn it. You could hear it. Like, you hear the echo. Like, the whole crowd would go silent. And then once they smash it over, like, fuck, I don't know, it was like Chris Candido's head or like Steve Carino or something. Everyone's just, oh, you see dumb. I love that shit. It was great. <laughs> I'm a huge wrestling fan, by the way. Kind of like K Trev. Nice. Yeah. Th- I, I've seen that. There's a lot of crossover between. You know about the video game where, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's because that's yeah, he's he's seen the the so characters, cool. but yeah, so but yeah, yeah, I see a lot of crossover between Letterkenny fans and wrestling fans. I find that yeah. very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so. so the cast and crew actually are like really like if you go up and ask them like wrestling, probably about five or six out of ten chance they're gonna say yes. They watch it. Yeah. It's uh, it's or uh, have back in the day, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, yeah, as a kid watching the the Von Erics. Before, this was before WWE was even a thing, so uh, or WWF. Uh, yeah, WWF. Right yeah. <laughs> before before the 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 World pandas before the pandas took over. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, I was always in ECW or C uh, combat zone wrestling from Philadelphia. Uh, Cause like it was all extreme and like just stuff you would never like imagine seeing. And it's like, Oh fuck man, they did that. Like that's tremendous. Like beautiful hats off. And I tried it out <laughs> when I was younger too, as a backyard wrestler, which is a little, yeah, it was a little painful, but I took a lot of chair shots in my day back in high school. <laughs> 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 went through a few tables. I've been through some thumbtacks. My uh, cousin smashed me in the head with a sign. And I got busted open. Jesus. We came to Thanksgiving dinner with a big cut on our head. And then like my aunt Kim, like I was saying to you guys really before we recorded, she was like, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> it was great. Fun Thanksgiving. <laughs> 15 Octobers ago. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of gray hairs I'm assuming came out of that situation. <laughs> oh yeah. Because it sounds like something no that your, your son would do. Right now, pretty much, or a couple of years ago, for uh, sure. Yeah, well, if it, if it, revol- football if it revolves around football, yeah, <laughs> if it revolves around <laughs> football, then yes. Would, he and his best friend used to try and play tackle football in the TV room, and <laughs> they would play. Yeah, it was about how how hard the mm-hmm. other one could hit, could plug the other one another in the gut, basically, and then make the <laughs> touchdown into the couch. <laughs> Which, in my head, is backyard <laughs> wrestling because that's really what they and, were doing. And yeah, basically, it was, yeah. Because, yeah, it was like, try, yeah. to, it, it, try to get by or just force his way through. Mm-hmm. And because uh, they, they're both, uh, the, the the friend of Evans, my son, he, uh, who was, a, 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 his uncle uh, he was living with was a football player, uh, a running back for the Seattle Seahawks at the time. Oh. And so, at the time they met. Right. Yeah. And gotcha. the kids are still friends, but yeah, the, uncle is n- Robert Turbin is, I, I don't know. He's, he's moved from, I think he went from here to teams. the Colts and then down to, I think San Diego or eh. something like that. But uh, yeah, so they were both super football heads and they still, oh, they still they are. Still are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't even know what a touchdown is. You know, <laughs> I don't really watch too much sports. Well, isn't yeah. a touchdown that drink with vodka and some kind of energy like, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, so, because it's mostly just, I mean, the ideal sport up there is hockey anyway, right? Yeah, I'm not, I, I used to be when I was a kid, but like, I don't know, just wrestling and skateboarding really stuck with me. I've been skateboarding since I was 10, and I was actually ripping around before um, I got on the podcast with you guys. Yeah. Hence my sweaty hair that you saw there, uh, Diener. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, and then wrestling, too. I don't know. Wrestling was just, it was a time where me, my brother, my dad always bonded. Like, in Oklahoma, the most, like, the WWF Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. When Stone Cold would come out, it was like, my dad was my dad. But Monday night, Stone Cold was my fucking dad, you know? Nice. Like, he was teaching me the ways. It was great. And, like, it's just stuck with me. I don't watch it too much nowadays, but I'm, like, I'm getting into that AEW. Like, uh, I think his name is um, Cody Prince. He's, like, running it. Hmm. I, yeah, it sounds like really, really intense. Trying to bring back like the classics of wrestling, you know, like yeah. with the old school fans like me or any other 30 or 40 year old used to watch it, like would want to see now because well, like it's all PG era. I don't want to mm-hmm. see PG era stuff. I still want the old wrestling that I always know, you know? Yeah. Well, I grew like up glow. with, like, yeah, I grew up with Fritz Von Erich and the Von Erich. So this was like early eighties. Andre the Giant. And, no, this was before. <laughs> yeah, this, this was, was mine. That was, I mean, was before, going, he's so cool. <laughs> this, this was before WWF got I big, know. or even I think even I don't even know if WWF was no, a the thing Von at that time. Were traveling. They were they were out of Texas. Before, yeah, before it was. Uh, Fritz von Erich was wrestling from the fifties, mm-hmm. and he did the yeah, the, dude. He did the claw thing, and then then uh, he no, had I remember these, that. Yeah, he had all these sons. I can't five of them, and I think. Uh, all but one have died uh, mostly, and they're mostly because of suicide, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, Project. 
I think they just had so many con- con- concussions, CTE, and you know, which has been known to be a, a killer. Yep. So, yeah. And uh, it's silent too. You don't know about it. Like right? it's, you don't know if you have it. It just comes. Yeah. And you didn't, you definitely didn't know about it back then. Oh, God, no. So. <laughs> now that I think about chair shots to my own head, I'm like, oh, no, am I in for that? Or, uh, yeah. Oh, God. The number of times <laughs> I hit my head when I was playing roller derby and then. Like, <laughs> My chronic migraines for so long. I'm like, is there something in there that I did <laughs> I should not have done? <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Cool. But like, you can't think about that. You got to keep going with right. your life, you know. Just keep doing it. And if something happens, then you just got to work around it. Yeah, exactly. It is. Yeah. And I Good think, because I, I think hockey really is like the last holdout of not mm-hmm. uh, agreeing that CTE is a thing. From yeah, my, from my understanding. And speaking of which, have you ever been confused with the uh, the Patrick McNeil hockey player from up there? With he's got two L's. I didn't L's even know that yeah. was a Patrick McNeil <laughs> hockey player. That's great. I, I thought it was funny because I, I was you know it was the other Patrick. <laughs> it's the hockey player Patrick, and he's got an extra L. There's a problem with him. <laughs> Not Skid Patrick, hockey Patrick. <laughs> so yeah, I was. Uh, I thought it was funny because I was uh, you know I was trying to you know. I was trying to research you and there's, I find what I find interesting about a lot of the Canadian actors is there's not a lot of information out there because Canadians don't think of them as property like Americans do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's so it's hard to research. It was, it it was much easier to research uh, Tyler. Right. Because he's had some crossover into the, into the American acting. Like supernatural. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, yeah. Uh, so I was able to find some stuff about him. So I was trying to do some research just so I would know some things uh, aside from, you know, what you have on social media. <laughs> he likes to be really prepared. <laughs> I try. Uh, but I'm, I'm yeah, Mr. I came Underground, a- you know, I really like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I uh, but I came across this Patrick McNeil with two L's who's a hockey player from Ontario. <laughs> so. Two L's? No, I can't blame anything on them. I only have one L. <laughs> I mean, you can. You can say it's a typo or not a typo, depending on which way it, which yeah, way it ends in your favor. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, if they come with, they say it's two L's, and then, yeah, you, you, you can blame it on them that way. And if they say with one L, then you say it's pro- it's got to be the hockey player guy. I saw him over at that other place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he dunks his donut, man. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't I like Tim bits. I'm all just joking around here. It's still, you know. <laughs> That's what we do. It's all good. It's all lighthearted. Uh, oh, I know. So you said that you didn't really. You weren't acting when you auditioned for Letterkenny. Have you been acting for a long time, or is Letterkenny one of your first acting on Letter- screen jobs? Yeah, Letterkenny is like my first, pretty much. I've auditioned for a lot. I have an agent now and everything, but like before. Um, I was getting into the industry. I was in college. I went to TV and broadcasting, and then I went to cinematography. Got two diplomas. Oh yeah, look at me, Mister Fancy. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I did, and then like pretty much the day after, like I graduated, I was having my graduation party, and then like before I got into it, like LK office just called me, and I just started it. So like I'm so grateful and blessed and thankful every day that like I got that call because it started me. Like Letterkenny, Jacob, Jared, all those guys, like they got me started on this path that I'm taking. From since I was 15, I've always wanted to take this path, and then I now it's it's actually happening, and it's really, really like it's also it's almost so surreal to live almost every day, like and see everything grow, and like how much attention I'm starting to get with my own stuff. I'm like, wow, dude, like I'm really blessed and thankful for all that stuff. Like, and everybody on that show, cast, crew, doesn't matter, past, present, beauties, love them all, love their work, great. 
Yeah, every, right, like I, yeah. I would I would think I mean with 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 everything that I've heard about Jared and as nice as he is, um, I can't I can't imagine that you couldn't be a really good person and not and be on that on that show. Right. So no, it's, it's, it's always chill and they don't tolerate bullshit. If you're a bullshitter and they're just, you're causing like, you know, bad vibes for the whole crew and stuff. They're just going to be like, no, don't like, we're trying to keep this like a family like type thing. So we can all joke around. We all know who, like who's coming from where and everything. And right. just like, you know, just happy, good times. Cause a lot of film sets I've been on, it's all animosity. I've done a lot of officers of tech, like electric or grip. And like a lot of people, everyone gets stressed out because everyone's worked into the ground and like, it's like 15, 20 hour days or whatever. And like, it's little pay, like all the stuff's all cut off. But Letterkenny, they're just like, oh, like we have bankers hours for all our techs. We all get turnaround. We all have time to like hang out, know each other, have a drink after work. And then like, you know, wake up and do it all over again the next day for five days a week for like 20 days, 22 days, depending on how long the series is mm. for that, you know, block. And it's just, it's amazing. I love it so much. Like I'm so stoked for the next one, like big time. I, I, I live for this now. Like it's, so, so, so you've just you just finished uh, season uh, season seven, is that correct? Yeah, because seven's about to come out. Seven's about to yeah. come I out. I believe like it's it's all mixed up. Like it's it's this it's block A, block B, everything. I do tech stuff and I do acting, so I'm all over the place. But yeah, yeah, with the one that they're coming up, we just finished. Yeah, um, which one are you guys? Which one are you guys talking about? Because I don't so know which ones. Are so season yeah. seven is the one that's coming out. Uh, you have the notes. October eleventh on Crave. October fourteenth. Yes, October eleventh on Crave, and then fourteenth for Hulu. And uh, by the uh, way, and I know that uh, the Australians are now on board with the streaming. Yeah. What? What do we know when they're getting it? If we, don't, um, well, I'm not too sure. I have to recheck, but like I'm pretty sure it's very soon. Yeah. I, I would we'll imagine. So we'll, 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 we'll find it and put it in the show notes either way. We know we do have yeah. a few uh, followers who we are do. in Australia and I, really excited that it's going to be coming there. <laughs> now, where were we? <laughs> you were about to ask the question from the guy in England. Oh, yes. I also had the question. And So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> multiple people have asked this question. It says, in the commentary version of Letterkenny, both Jacob and Jared compliment you and Denny for your roles. I just wondered how much, if any, of what you do is improvised. Um, what we do, uh, as improvised is like, no, Jacob, usually he tells us what's up and tells us what to do, but we like, just, we kind of do our own play on it. And then if he likes it, he'll keep telling us to do it and say, that's great guys. And then if, uh, if he doesn't, he'll be like, no, that's too much movement, too distracting. So just try to stop with this, but keep doing what you're doing. It's pretty much what he does. And he's, we're all, we work pretty well with him with it and, he never really says no about our stuff that we have in mind because we're always just trying to stay into the scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. It seems like that, uh, that Jacob would be pretty open. I mean, his, it seems like his comedic ideals are pretty spot on. Yeah. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's so, and I and think I'm somebody he, who doesn't like a lot of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys don't really do cringe huh. comedy. Like, uh, a lot of, God. like so many other sitcoms do. So, it's uh it's good to yeah yeah it's and i and i've noticed from 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 watching a uh from watching interviews with jared that you know he doesn't he doesn't like bullying which is definitely standing out i mean as far as you know when people get bullied uh, the bullies are generally those that, that are the degens from upcountry mm-hmm. so yeah i'm I'm not all about that either. I don't really like doing comedy at people's expense. I mean, it can be funny to watch depending on how someone's delivering it, but it's just, it's not my style. I have, I like the anti-comedy stuff myself. That's what I usually do for like DSPT TV and what I've always done for like, since I was 15. So 
I don't know. It's just making fun of just random things in life, not like a particular, like, you know, uh, person or like mm-hmm. where they come from, their background or whatever. Like, what's the point of doing all that when you can do something so much funnier or more creative if you just think outside the box of things? Yeah. You can make it like comedies, there's no limits. You can just make it absurd as, as fuck, right? And then just go with it. You don't have to make it, you don't have to be like, oh, I got to be a bully to be funny. It's That doesn't make sense to me. Uh, when we were uh, talking about acting jobs earlier, do you have like a dream job, a dream acting job that you would like to do, or do you prefer to be behind the scenes? Um, I I want to be an actor, um, but I want to do I want to be a comedian is what I'm looking for. Okay, like stand up. Yeah, I've done stand up a few times. It's just only a few have been recorded, mm. and I have to find it. But I was I was just starting then, so um, nowadays I'm actually I know that like. I, I know that there's like a big process to it. It takes a lot of practice and my bits that I would do were only practice for about two or three days. Cause I was only doing amateur nights, but now since I've been getting more into it, I've been writing like bits and like practicing them, recording them. And then I just kind of go with it because like once you go on stage and you know it all in your head, like mm-hmm. that microphone's power, like you, you run the room, you know what I mean? True. Yeah. And if I ever just, if I start bombing, I just make fun of my genitals, you know, so, and then everyone laughs. So are you getting, yeah. are, are you getting <laughs> tips from like Kate Trevor and, and, uh, Mark forward? Yeah. I, I talked to, uh, I talked to Kate Trevor about it. Um, Mark forward actually is a big inspiration of mine. He, um, I used to watch him when he was on the John Doerr television show and I found out he wrote a little bit of it as well. And he's just, he's done a lot of things that I just, I don't remember that I've seen him, but I saw him and I'm like, wow, I'm working with this guy now. That's freaking awesome. And Mark's just, he's a gemstone. He's, he's hilarious. Big teddy bear. Oh my God. Always making everyone laugh on set. Yeah. Yeah. Those two Yeah. Everyone makes me laugh on that one. Just k Trev, I talked to a lot about wrestling and everything. And like, I always <laughs> congratulate him. I'm like, all his accomplishments in comedy that he's done now. Cause like he's really come a long way since he's first started. Like he beat Jimmy Carr for fuck's sakes at a roast wow. battle. Like, wow. Holy fuck. That's, that's big. You know, yeah, right. he beat Jimmy Carr. That is trivia that I need to see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, like those are the, I think it was the Jeff Ross roast battle. I'm not sure what it was or just for last yeah. one. Yeah. But like it was broadcast. You got the trophy and everything. I was nice. super stoked for him. Yeah. He's, uh, I mean, which it's funny because uh, I know Mark Ford has, Mark Ford wins all of the awards. So <laughs> it sounds like Kate Trev's picking up. <laughs> I almost choked on my supper when I watched that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he I mean, I he li- really killed me. Oh, I even <laughs> listened to his podcast, which is so absurd. <laughs> And I love it. He is, he, he's yeah. so clever at all the, I mean, like yeah. even the bit about the fans, the hats and. and just the all, dish ran away with the spoon yeah, bit. Oh my God. I don't, I don't know where you think of. So it's, it's almost the absurd style of Douglas Adams, you know, yeah. just yeah. where you just kind of come up. How do you think of that kind of thing? It's, it's crazy. Exactly. That's the type of comedy that, like, I'm. That's why I'm really inspired by him. I'm also inspired by um, uh, Tim Tim Heidecker and Eric Wareheim oh, yeah. from like uh, they do Tim and Eric awesome show. Great job on yeah. Adult Swim. They do a bunch of other stuff, but like, I'm really, I'm really like influenced by that type of stuff. Like, really absurd comedy because like I've just been absurd my whole life. So <laughs> I'm like, might as well just try to get paid for it. You know, might one of us. One of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, so um, yeah, so. No, go on. You you guys are asking the questions. No, I'm no, just flapping, okay. flapping my gums here. We no, like to do conversations. We're yeah, not. Yeah, it's it's 
we, you know, we'll, we'll have a question and definitely riff off of that. So it's, it's no big deal. I just, uh, I, I just, I, I love, I love the chat and, you know, we like to treat people like they're actually people and not just read a list of right. notes. To <laughs> I mean, we do have think. questions yeah. for sure, right. but yeah. uh, I mean, let's, you know, let's yeah, get to our, let's get to our Patreon subscriber questions. So that, okay. we, cause we have Patreon subscribers who, you know, we give awesome. them, we, we give them a little extra. So, and actually, uh, one, uh, our first one is from Valerie Lopez who does the comedy wham podcast and she's interviewed, uh, K Trev a couple of times and the entire cast when they were down there for ATX. Um, so, and she does a amazing, if, uh, check her out at comedywham.com. They have an amazing, uh, comedy podcast, stand up comedy podcast for, uh, those I would who, like to do that. Yes. I yeah. will check her out. Yeah. She's, uh, she's out of Austin, Texas. So it's all the, all the comedians that go through, go through Austin. And so she check she's constantly with them. Uh, but she says as a non-speaking character, uh, this is kind of getting back to what we were. Do you take liberties with the character to give yourself an identity? Uh, so that kind of goes back to what we were asking earlier. So it's more about, you know, how much leeway do you have? Uh, or is there anything specific that yeah, you do? Yeah. I mean, so if you have, uh, and if, if you had to have a speaking scene with any of the letter Kenny characters on the show, who would it be with? And what would you talk about? Um, I think it would be with the skids and it would just be talking skid stuff. But my thought on, uh, me and, um, Danny's skids as we're silent, I thought like, it would be funny if we saw our inner dialogue and like, we never talk though. We just speak with our minds only to me and him. Yes. Yes. And we say all this like really, really intelligent shit, but like, we never say it out loud when it's like, it would make sense in our situation, like how to solve and resolve everything. But yeah. they never hear us because we don't speak. Me and Danny just talk in our minds to each other. Like, no, you, we don't yes. tell Stuart that. You know? well, and that, and that yeah. lends itself, because I've said a number of times how how Shakespearean fool-like mm-hmm. the skids are. They're, you know, they're, yeah. they're, they're clever, but they're dumb at the same time. But I mean, the, the, the language like that Stuart and Rold speak, I mean, is very eloquent and you know it's yeah <laughs> and so yeah i would i would imagine if you if you <laughs> you and darian talked uh that that's what it would sound like so yeah and i was kind of thinking about that today of just kind of putting uh <laughs> captions under you looking back and forth at each other that would be hilarious and the, other thing, <laughs> the other thing i thought is you know the 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 day that you talk is the day you leave the show <laughs> so and i was like no that we can't can't be <laughs> so uh, we, yeah, we, well, we, don't we want thought that. about that too ourselves. Like, <laughs> we just have this big monologue at the end of Letter Kenny. We just say in like all the stuff that the whole series went through, and we have our opinion on it, and then like it just ends. Like me and him thought about that one time, and uh, actually, a locations guy, his name is Anthony. He does it sometimes too on Letter Kenny. He he thought of a funny idea where it was like if we did just silent skits, me and him dressed in their skid uniform, but like 50 style. And you know, where you see like the, the screen missing and stuff there, it says like, Hmm, a kid's bit of ale. Like I'm looking at a bar and I have my finger on my, uh, on my lip or something. And I'm looking at the bar sign. And then the, the, what I'm saying is in like a slide, but I thought it'd be funny if we did sketches like that, but throughout letter Kenny and like, we were just part of that. Like if I could do it for YouTube or something, or like, I don't know, make my own thing or Definitely. I don't know. I think that'd be hilarious. Oh Yeah. Yeah. That was just an idea that he had. And I was like, dude, that's really funny. I might think about that. Yeah. The, <laughs> I'm like, pitch it to Jacob. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the skids, the skids are definitely, you know, for me anyway, my favorite, probably my favorite group of the group. I mean, even though I grew up kind of hick, hick I mean, I'm from Texas. I grew up on a 360 acre ranch. So 
I've yeah. got that. I've definitely got the hick in me. We uh, had we had yeah. an episode a uh, long time ago where we talked about where we thought that we would fit in, and right. I was like part skid, part native, and yeah. you were like, "I'm hick, but I don't want to be." <laughs> so yeah, I was I was kind of hick skid yeah. because I was also even though I was a hick, I was listening to Metallica mm-hmm. and all that hair metal stuff that was in the eighties. All the video games the, that you guys talk about, yeah. 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 So yeah, I I kind of cross over into both of those things. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of how Stewart is too, because he's got he's got the Bay the Bay brothers as his cousins, so they're which are definitely all hick. So I think he he probably crosses over more than that that he's care that he cares for, because like even in the Valentine's episode where he and where he and uh, Wayne are uh, out of the hockey rink and shooting pucks, and uh, so there's so there's a kind of this conglomeration of hockey skid hick all in one right there yeah so so i know i'm all i'm all skid because of just i walked in pretty much the first day and they just said change your shirts and then they put a little bit of makeup on me where a gas mask was over my face anyway and i just like jacob was like put on your uh resume we'll show up in wardrobe (laughs) pretty much did I, i I wear it every day. I wear camo every day in a band shirt, and they just said, take that band shirt off because we don't have the rights to put this right. one on you. And it was all bands I used to tour with uh, when I was awesome. in Sign of the Raven. <laughs> so uh, oh, yeah. the, the, other question, the other question that Valley had was, who do you, and this would probably go for Darian as well. I don't know if the answer would be, but I'm, I'm guessing it would be, who do you love more, Sturt or Roldy? I love them both the same, and I wish I could hug them more because they seem like they got a lot of problems as Roldy and Stewart, you know. I just want to hug their problems all the way. Yes. <laughs> but yes. Tyler and Evan, they're, those guys, they're fucking awesome. I love those dudes. Oh, I, you know. Evan's I, a cool I, shark. Yeah, I, I follow Evan also on Twitter, and he seems like a sweetheart of a guy. Just I, all of you guys seem sweet. Um, and I would love. He's very nice. Yeah, I'd love to hang out with all of you. And, oh, right. Yeah, because. Yeah. If, and if we ever make it up that way someday, I'd love to, <laughs> I'd love to come to the set and just watch you guys be amazing. So, uh, one of these days I'll, I'll one day, man, one day, if you can talk to Jared, maybe, I don't know. You might get you guys on, <laughs> you know, man, I, uh, it would, what does, a dream would that be? Uh, yeah, my, my, those, those <laughs> are my, t- my, my two, I'm totally afraid to get folks. Tierney and Teohorn and and Jerky. So just because I am so starstruck. Yes, very much. I mean, Teo for different reasons. I mean, she's got some amazing activism. There's, uh, you know, all that she does in her her podcast, Coffee with My Ma, which I listen to, and she's just so driven. And I mean, I'm not not saying that she is. So yeah, even I mean, just in everything she is about, and how, and then Tannis is the role for her because I oh. think because she's super like strong, super empowered, and like mm. it's how she actually is too. Like yeah. she's she's in her ways, and that's just how she is, and she's amazing to work with. I I've had a few laughs with her before. I'm usually a tech a lot, so I'm not. I'm working on lighting and everything, but when I'm skidding and they're in the green room or whatever, I like to have a good conversation with them. Because when you're an electric or whatever, you don't really get it. You do get time, you get downtime, but like you're just, you're putting up lights and stuff like that. So you got to focus on one job and then another day you're focusing on like, you know, your skid job. Yeah. It's kind of weird doing both, but like, you know, it's got to pay the bills, you know? True, <laughs> true, true. <laughs> and but I, I do like both, but I would rather be a skid like the rest <laughs> of my life. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, cause I, I mean, I love, I'd love to interview Evan just like I have you, you and Tyler, uh, because there isn't a single person yeah, that, who is on that show 
that we wouldn't completely like yeah. fan so, of. Uh, but I, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we have we, we have ones that we're like, oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, I think that I would be probably the most embarrassed if I found out that K. Trevor Wilson actually listened to us, considering the number of times I talk about wanting to sleep with him. <laughs> but other than that... Uh, well, so we, we do this game, and it's just with the characters, and it's not with... It's not with, right, it's it, not real people. It's so, the character so it's, in that it's our It's our own version of Fuck, Mary Kill. And, and it's for every... For, <laughs> and, it, and it's made to be Letterkenny based, and it's called Fuck, Fight, Ferda. And so it's, it's fuck, fantastic. Fuck, fuck is fuck. Uh, fight <laughs> because you, we don't want to kill anybody. And this is this is what Wayne does. He scraps and Ferda because it's for the boys. Uh, so that's kind of, you know, they're, they're your friend. So it's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Tiara loves big, big, burly bearded guys who make, who, who make her laugh. Huh. And, you know, <laughs> and uh, but we, we, we both always fawn over. Tannis oh god because she is just so badass <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so and so but, but we, wake your hasbro is listening because they're gonna steal your guys' idea guaranteed <laughs> trademark, trademark. Or, uh, we'll, <laughs> but yeah. milton bradley i think that's another one that does game boards i'm pretty sure <laughs> yes. i forgot fuck fight verda coming I mean, next to you by of- milton bradley <laughs> Most of the game companies <laughs> that I know are not big anymore. They're all like, yeah, they're not cards like against Z-Man. humanity. They've all, yeah, they've all went under well, because cards against humanity. Yeah, they're not like a huge thing like Milton Bradley all, was. Oh yeah, 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 true. The technology's out there now. People are like, I don't play board games anymore. I got words with friends. It's pretty much like Scrabble. <laughs> so it's, you know. Well, there's a lot of games that are becoming. Play on your phone. Yeah, there's a lot of games that are becoming mixed between an app and a physical game too, and like a lot of things are coming out for like people who play D and D to be able to have that more of a um, non-paper. Like people are getting away from paper games, like cardboard and token games. They're going away. Mm. That's what I feel like. I'd rather play old school board games than on the app because when I try it on the app, it always tells you you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. (laughs) I'm like, stop telling me I'm freaking wrong. You know? Exactly. <laughs> totally. We spell color yeah, with so a U. When, <laughs> it's always better. Yeah, exactly. It's always better when your friends tell you wrong instead because they can make fun of you in your own personalized character. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, my, it's not a robot telling me I'm wrong. Right. 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 It's like when my mother yeah. says Washington the way that she says it. If anyone else made Washington. fun of her, I would probably be very upset. <laughs> but when I make fun of her, it's okay. <laughs> well, it's, uh, that's like John, John Mulaney was talking about his mom and says, why would somebody still believe in a god? Come on, Mobby does. And that's why. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> so, um, yeah, my parents are like, they're really happy I'm doing this. They they support me all the way. They're that's good. awesome. I got a really supportive girlfriend too. Her name's Cassandra Kane. She's awesome. I'd like to Cassandra. marry her one day. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, she's not here, but I'm just, I'm doing this no, on my own. We're just saying uh, just if, if she happens to listen, we're saying hi to her. So. <laughs> oh, okay. I gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Uh, and also our other, uh, Patreon subscriber asked, uh, this is Reagan. Uh, and she said, how did the vaping through the gas mask come about? Um, I quit smoking. Well, not really, but I kind of did. And, um, it was like, I'm going through it and then I'm on the vape. So I was just, one day, like, cause I don't know, like one day I was just vaping on, I think I was just vaping in the basement or something. And then like Jacob saw it and he was like, you should just do that vape in the corner or something. So, <laughs> and then every time since, you know, I has a vape, like, you know, or I have a vape, 
sorry, no, wrong English. Um, and then I just came in and I just kept doing vape stuff. Like when we were doing the, um, we were the Bible thumper boys for a while. Um, right. I was vaping and praying at the same time. And then the that one time uh, I had a fidget spinner. spinner. Yes, yes. That's my favorite. Yeah. I was just going to say that. The fidget spinner. I was trying to do it through it like a, uh, what are those called? Those windmills? Yeah. Little tiny um, ones that you could buy and you just blow there. Yeah. I know what yeah. you're talking about. I have no idea what it's called. That's a, a, p- a pinwheel. Pinwheel. Yeah. Pinwheel. Pinwheel. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. All these words and languages, man. Did, Jeez. Did, did re- <laughs> well, it's odd for me. It's as, an old word. As I don't usually remember things, I'm always like, what's the word for da 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 da? But that, that's an old word. <laughs> it is. It's something but, that's been around long enough for it to actually get in your brain and stay there. I've had other stuff that yeah, falls out of my brain. <laughs> thanks to. Height. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, th- thanks. Microwave. <laughs> Micro. Uh, so, we, one of the things that uh, that we were chat we that we always chat about, is, and this kind of goes into Tannis and everything else the show is about, is the activism. Mm-hmm. I won't say activism, but but the politics of of in Letterkenny, which are definitely there, uh, but they are nor- it's just so normalized that you that you have. LGBTQ positivity. You have uh, so um, sex uh, uh, sex positivity. I mean, with, right. there's I mean, no like sex shaming around right. any like, of the uh, other than a couple of jokes here and there that are usually done at, by the person who yeah it should be targeted right. At. So yeah, I no, love that. No homophobia. All that stuff is. I mean, and it's all and it's all kind of addressed as the those bad things are all dressed addressed as the degens from upcountry. Um, and it's so normalized to have that. And it's great to have that representation. And, and, and from my experience of, of doing this podcast and have fans reach out to me to talk about it. And we, cause we all, always go through our th- thoughts, theories, tri- trivia, questions, observations, all those types of things. There are so many queer people who watch this show mm-hmm. and adore it because of the representation. And I, I think that's awesome. Yeah, I, I do too, because Love is love, man. Whatever you, if that, it doesn't matter who you do love. You just, you do, you can't do anything about it. And I just don't understand why people just can't be more like, like a lot of the population just doesn't want to be open-minded to it. Or like they're so set in their ways that they can't open up their mind out of the box. It's just, right. it's really sad actually. And I just hope those people can like get that on track one day and just accept everyone for who they are because you're always going to live with humans for your whole life. Like while you're going and you just have to learn be more curious rather than judgmental, you know, like True. accept everything and like, you know, expect nothing because it's just, that's the way things are. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, cause I, I, I'm sure that's the point of the hard right J episode was to really kind of hammer that home. And what I found is those who don't like the hard right J episode kind of fall in that yeah. category a bit. Or the ones that, mm-hmm. you know, the ones who, God, I don't even know how to say this. There are fans, I don't know if you pay attention to the social medias around Letterkenny, but there are fans who just don't get that part of the show. Mm. And it's really frustrating to try and have conversations with people who don't, even though, like, I can, uh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> um, Kisa comes right on and says it, basically. Like, no, that's not okay. Look, this is a racist and we're beating him up. This is someone who's sexist right. to women and we're beating them up. This is someone who's homophobic. We're beating them up. Get the point. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I don't see that. I didn't see that. Uh, yeah. There's, yeah, there's so many. Well, are you paying attention to the dialogue when you watch the show or are you just aimlessly looking <laughs> right? at the screen? Yeah. It's that's just, how I feel. They, like, what show oh, are you watching? It's like, oh, oh, fight. 
oh, oh, drinking. Yeah. Oh, oh, pretty girl. And that's and that's it. And that's it. That they don't go oh, beyond it's that. Funny. <laughs> funny, funny. That was girl. funny. Yeah, I watched Edgar <laughs> Kenny. Like that's pretty much what they sound like. It's just watch the show, and actually, you can see how smart and intellectual it is if you just Jeez. pay attention to the dialogue. Yeah. Or they just didn't read a dictionary when they were young or something. I don't know. It oh, is... my God. My parents used to make me read the encyclopedia because that's <laughs> that would stop me from being bored. And it was pre-computer time. You just totally flashed me back. Oh. Uh, yeah, I read them on snakes and reptiles and stuff growing up. I, was, I used to get bullied because of that. I used to be a big reptile there. But, like, oh. now I know uh, when... If one of those people was with me at anything, I'd be able to buy a rattlesnake. I'd be like, well, I know what to do, but I don't want to do it for you. So, you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, so I lived in Oklahoma for a while, and for about five years of my life, it was, um, what were my ages again? I think it was grade two to grade five, but I failed grade four twice, so five years. And, um, uh, yeah, I just caught a lot of snakes. I got bit by bull snakes. I got bit by a chameleon once. That really stung. What? Got bit by a little mini snapping turtle. Like, I've had a few nicks Wait, and crannies with the old... Uh, I didn't know chameleons bit. What? <laughs> I didn't know they had teeth. Yeah, no, he was, it was my babysitter's. I was, I had a babysitter's house, right? And then she had a pet chameleon and he was, I think he or she was kind of in heat or something and was really pissed off. And I kept being like, <laughs> looking at it, you know? So I did. And then it bit me on the finger and like what they have in their saliva, because they have that tongue that grabs, right? And then they melt like their saliva and their right. teeth help like melt uh. like their prey. So that got into my skin and my blood and I had to get all like the iodine and everything. And it just stung so bad. And oh I put the iodine and the alcohol. I'm like, Oh my God. That's like, so, that was that was really, the most horrible way to die because people would be like, you got bit by what? So that, okay. So, so, that <laughs> was, so as you're saying, that was, that was a karma chameleon. No, Jesus. That was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love you. For oh, that. that was a dad joke. Oh, dad joke for sure. There's a reason why I married him. All those dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a catch. That's new. It is. So, look, I introduced sound effects to you guys. There you go. So, um, I I I have a question from uh, Chaos eighty eight hundred three from Reddit. He wants to know if you keep snacks inside your mask. Do I keep snacks inside my mask? Yeah. Yeah, I also keep uh, a blenders in there. I also got like a mini fridge, a bar. You know, that's, um, what that, else? That Little sounds like mini a good cartoon. That I can't have because I'm diabetic. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be. You know, that would be a good got cartoon. Diabetic supplies in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you are diabetic, so you should keep snacks close by, right? Definitely. Oh, they got craft. They got stuff like that all around. I already, I, I, I take precautions before I do it all. I always make sure I'm on my insulin because I don't want to pass out as a kid. They're like, oh my God, he's having a meth attack or something. You know? <laughs> I mean, they somehow read it into the show, I'm sure. Uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jacob's clever. He knows what's up. Same with Jared. They're very masterminds already of uh, the comedy genre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, they, it must be nice to have some, have, the creators and producers and everything care so much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause like you were saying earlier, it, there's so much animosity on other sets uh, that it's like a competition where this, I mean, it should feel like a family. So especially if you're going to hopefully be working together for years. Yeah. Cause yeah. It, uh, yeah. yeah. Like I, I can't, I mean, as a teacher, I have trouble working with other teachers who I would never actually see except for at meetings and stuff. If they have a personality that clashes with mine. So I find that, really fascinating how people do get along or do not get along when it's something like that, where it's a either short term or in short term bursts, I guess. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. Um, just with everyone on there, I just, I always love seeing their faces. Every time I go back, like I got sparkles in my eyes. I feel like I'm a kid in a candy store or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's just really joyous. It's, it's just really good energy. Like everybody, I give everybody a hug, you know, and I'm not really a big, I wasn't really a big hugger until like uh, about a year or two ago. And then I just started, you know, Hey, spread more love type thing. So I just, definitely, I really, really am grateful. Like I said earlier for the show and like everyone on it who works on it, everyone who acts on it are tremendous. Like they're going so far and it's like watching, like it's like watching your pets or kids grow up. It brings a tear to your eyes, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Well, and especially because yeah, and you like, guys were, I mean, this isn't like a brand new thing, even though it feels so new to people in the U.S. because we just got it not that long ago. But like we've been doing this yeah. podcast for just under a year. Yeah. Right. We started. Not quite we, a year. We started basically at the new year. Yeah. Yeah. The first episodes we put out were after the new year. But anyway, um, so we've, <laughs> we've been doing this for a little less than a year. And when we started, we personally knew like 10 people who watched the show and that was it. And we uh, essentially did the podcast to try and talk our friends into finding this show. And then when it hit the U.S., it was like meteoric. And how does that feel for you guys? Because it was like slow moving mm. and like kind of natural until all of a sudden it's really like blowing up in the U.S. at least. I'm, and I know it's been uh, popular in Canada for a while. Yeah. I don't know. As a small time, I'm, I, I'm just a small time guy and... Or small town guy, sorry, small time. Well, anyway, like, I just, like, I, I see some people sometimes, it's very surreal when this happens, like, and they're like, are you that guy on Letterkenny? You take a picture with them and everything, or you, you sign an autograph, or you just you kind of just talk to someone who is a big fan of the show. Mm -hmm. It's all, it's a new experience for me. I'm not sure about anyone else, because I don't know how far everyone is. Like, I do, but I don't, because I didn't live it. But, like, for me anyways, it's like, it's like, wow, like, this is, what I've been trying to do my whole life and it's actually happening before my eyes and just like, you know, I'm trying to be known and entertain people because that's what I've always wanted to do. Like since as far back as I remember, since I was making those films I was talking to you guys about and when I was like 15, 16 years old. And now that it's all happening, it's just, it's a dream come true. Like as, as cliche as that sounds, it really is. And uh, going into the U.S. and going into Australia, it's like it's getting trailer park boy status almost because like yes. that show was really small back in the early 2000s, right? Yeah. And then like it just blew up out of nowhere. And now they're doing world tours and going to Ireland and the U.K. Yeah. and meeting all these big fucking people and everything like Sebastian Bach and, you know, and it's just that's what Letterkenny is doing too. They're doing their own thing in their own way. And it's like, wow, they just started and just fucking did it. Like it's that's awesome. It's great. Like I don't, you don't see too many Canadian, how much like a lot of Canadian content get that status. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So it's almost surreal in my eyes. Yeah. I think, and for, I think fortunately for, for me, like I think kind of what, aside from watching the, the first couple of web series that came out, uh, is when I saw, when I saw Tyler and I knew him from supernatural. Right. And, yeah. and so seeing that really kind of related because I loved his characters on, well, he played two different characters on supernatural. Um, and so that kind of related to me more because I love supernatural so much. And, uh, and then, you know, finding Jacob was also a child actor and, you know, did Josh, was it oh, are you afraid Josh of the dark? what's that? Jacob was on, are you afraid of the dark? And he True. did uh, yep. another movie I saw called Pin. You ever seen Pin? Nope. 
I don't think I've I seen that one. So. It's a it's a horror movie about a kid who grows up with like this like doctor doll, and it just starts talking to him. Like has a paranoid schizophrenic like relationship with it. Uh-huh. It's a pretty it's a trippy trippy it's a trippy movie, and I really liked it a lot. Like I'm a huge horror fan as well, but like That's my my blood is comedy. I what's uh, I love making people laugh and everything, but like Pin P I N nineteen eighty eight it came out. <laughs> Yeah, Josh, and, um, and I saw his Josh name in the credits because I remember I saw his name in the credits and I'm like, oh, he's going to get a talking to. And he looked, <laughs> I, I told him about it. He's like, oh, fuck, I forgot I did that movie. <laughs> he told me when we were at one of the rap parties. <laughs> well, I think, uh, was good. Yeah. I know why I missed it. It's because it came out right after I graduated from high school and I was like, <laughs> that's not a thing that was happening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, and so, but yeah, it, it seems like so many characters. So, Teal Horn. Uh, uh, Nathan Dales and uh, Jared have all been in Supernatural as well. Uh, so yeah, yeah, <gasps> I missed she, that. She was uh, the daughter of the guy who wrote uh, Wizard of Oz that got oh, stuck oh. in Oz. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, that was oh, <laughs> that's like one of my favorites because Felicia Day. Oh, yeah, so god, okay, come on. I know, right? <laughs> Come right. On. And then, so, and then, yeah, and, then, and Jared being in Psych, which is another favorite right. show of ours. And, that was the one that tripped me out with that terrible accent. His, his you can little, tell him his, that too. We love really, him, but that was a terrible accent. Really, his really posh white boy. Really posh. <laughs> He's like Thurston Hell the Third. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, if so, if let's say let's say you weren't a skid on the show, and you were any other, yeah. What would you, what do you, th- where do you think you would be in there? A skid still. <laughs> That's a good answer. I like that. Good answer. Be- just because like I, they, they, in the first season, they're like, it's just stuff that I know. And like, I don't know. I just like, I know all that video game stuff. I like metal and they all like dance music and metal and like electronica and everything. And yep. I think that's all like really trippy stuff. And I just think it's, it just kind of, it kind of reflects almost like metalheads, but not, at the, but not at the same time because like we're I'm not I don't really consider myself one because I, I am but I'm not because I like other music but about 80 or 90 percent of what I listen to is like all extreme like death metal like from Norway or black <laughs> or actually black metal from Norway death metal from like Sweden or like you know Germany or whatever like it's all over the world for me but I also like rap and all that other stuff but still like the skid like personality is what I'd still I'd be like yeah I'm on that for sure <laughs> I couldn't, uh, I don't think I could compare it to the other ones. I'm like, mm, nah. <laughs> yeah. so you, so hundred percent on the, uh, on the skid, you're all skid in for life. Skid through. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, now I know that I, I, except for, uh, I think Jim Dickens is the only one who has a full name, but the McMurray's are, uh, have last names. I don't know if there's, uh, uh, any of them else? Well, we have a few where we know or we think we know because of clues that have been throughout the show. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure Jim Dickens is yeah. the only. Yeah, he's the only one. It's it Jim Dickens. Dickens. Dick Dickens. 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 <laughs> um, so does Connor have a last name? And if he doesn't, have you made one up for him? <laughs> um, no, I don't. He doesn't have a last name. Not that I've been told. But if I did have one, it'd be probably Connor Harity or... Schlislowski uh, or something weird. <laughs> okay, I don't know lots if that's the last name, but very yes, yeah, a lot of uh, lots of consonants. Uh, sus, sus, sus. <laughs> I mean, because like even Coach doesn't have a name; he True. has no name. He, he's just Coach. <laughs> I mean, his dead wife has a name. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Barb. 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's great. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a mystery. And like, it's just, it's good to, it's kind of like good to throw that out there too. Cause like, I'm like, what would their name be and everything? And I don't know. Like, cause there's only Mrs. McMurray and there's McMurray. That's all he's known. <laughs> right. I don't, uh, no one else has told me their name. Well, see, the, and there's, the, there's the only one thing that there's, a, I don't know if it's a, it meant to be there or if it was just a troll, but when, in the fart book episode, mm-hmm. Katie put her name as her last name is Campbell. So which, there's this whole theory that their the characters were named after Wayne Campbell, as in Wayne's world, hard <laughs> time, sex. Sorry. But, but that might be a joke or yeah. it could be just because girls like to put different last names because they just do. I don't know. I see that a lot. They're like, yeah. I'm going to have a different last name. I'm like, okay, whatever you want. True. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I, but we, I, we just sure. thought that yeah, was... Yeah, sure, it's your life. <laughs> is there... Uh, oh, you thought that was what? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, I yeah. can hear you. Okay, good. Sorry. Uh, no, I was going to say, I just thought I thought it was interesting that that, that that was the name put in there. I'm sure... I, I kind of wonder if Jared wrote that as, like as, as an homage yeah. to... to, uh, to oh God. Wayne's to, World. Wayne's World. To, well, to the, what's his name? The guy in Wayne's World. And why is my name, my brain? I'm only thinking of Dana Carvey. Mike Myers. <laughs> Mike Myers. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mike Myers. Oh, that was Austin Powers. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, I, you know, honestly, my, my favorite, my favorite Mike Myers movie. How to Marry an Ex-Murderer? So I Married an So I Married an Ex-Murderer. Yes. That was so great. Absolutely. Highly underrated. Time. I remember seeing that back in the day because it was my horror movie list when oh. I was making them back. When I loved that movie. Good times. That was one of the first that kind of blended the horror and comedy in an intentional way, mm. and I didn't realize that till much, much later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you guys ever seen Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Oh, oh, God. Yeah. That's yes. pretty funny. Oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> I'm ready for the sequel. Yes. We watched, uh, me and uh, my lady watched one the other day. I'm trying to remember the name of it. That was kind of funny. Um, I watched a really weird one today called Images. It was all about like this girl in the seventies, like seventy two. It's like a mental health thing. Like it was a real, real mind fuck. And I'm like, this movie is like going off the barriers of storytelling. It's great. I love it. <laughs> if you guys are got a chance to check that out, I would too. What was that one? <laughs> what was it? What was it Images. Called? Images. It, yeah, from nineteen seventy two. Yeah, she, I, uh, she's constantly <laughs> looking for new horror mo- or different uh, horror movies different. she hasn't seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like. Oh, I. I you ever heard of Lucio Fulci or Dario Argento? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Suspira? Yeah, like House by the Cemetery is Lucio Fulci. Then there's Suspiria from Argento. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, Demons. What else is there? Uh, Cat in the Brain, I think Dario Argento does. Or I think that's a Fulci that film because that one was really brutal. Well, um, yeah, on, on this coming Monday, we're going to go see Three from Hell. Yes. Got tickets for that. <laughs> oh, one. yeah. I think I'm going to see that with Cass, too, actually. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. We. Uh, yeah. That the whole, especially after Sid Haig dying, because um, I'm, I'm born and raised horror movie fan. Like that, that my earliest memories of movies and books are horror movies and books. And um, so, like we even named uh, a mastiff that we had, who's now passed away. We named her Baby Firefly after the character in House of a Thousand Corpses because she looked so sweet and innocent, but could be kind of scary. And but she also was, yeah. kind of, you know, yeah. But anyway, um. So yeah, we're we're in this house. It's big, yeah. And me much. finding something that I have not seen or something um, that doesn't seem like every other one. That's a that's a pretty yeah. fun day for me. 
Yeah, you something unique that's just not the standard. I mean, I every now and I I can kind of understand the standard slasher movie. Yeah. But so many of them are the same Terrible. as the last one. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Have you guys ever watched uh, found footage movies? Oh, I can't. Uh, I actually can't watch those. I saw. I saw the. So I. Got, I can't process them well. I well. I I someone took me to the Bear, Blair Witch because of all the buzz that it was getting, and mm. so I went and I was like, "This is just kind of dull." I mean, I was not. I was. I wasn't feeling it at all. Well, and you're not a big horror fan. Anyway. No, I'm not. It's got to be really, really. I mean, for me, it's got to be really, really good. It's got to, you know, like Tucker and Dale, which was funny and clever. There's got to be a, a, an amount of cleverness in it. Where Shaun, you, uh, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the. Oh yeah. Zombieland. Yep. So, yeah. so yes. Yeah, so, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be funny, but I think there's got to be some a little bit of humor in it, but it's got to be clever writing for sure. So. No, I gotcha. I just, I just always think found footage movies are different because it's like, it, it looks like it could have happened and everything. And like, they usually do really a lot of move, like a lot of uh, money on their effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's one I pointed out is that I like a lot. It was called Grave Encounters. It's about a paranormal uh, activity. People like they go and they do their show and they go into this one haunted like mental asylum and then they can't find their way out. They know the way out, but it's not the way out anymore. And it just gets really, <laughs> really like demented. And then number two came out, and I noticed Mr. Dylan Playfair was in it, and I congratulated him on it because I really, uh, I liked that one too. It was pretty funny. Funny and scary at the same time. Nice. That's the best combo. Yes. <laughs> yeah, That's one it. of the hockey boys is in their uh, DP. They're cool. <laughs> I liked him and Goon. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> him and Andrew. Him and Andrew. Or Goon too, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so uh, getting back to. I got to check uh, out that series again. <laughs> Getting back to Letterkenny a little bit, um, one of the things yeah. that we're always talking about on our podcast is all of the very quotable lines uh, from the show. Um, do you have any that's, like, do you have one that's your favorite? A phrase like pitter patter or. Yeah, well, Texas size 10-4. I like hard no and hard Texas no. size 10 4. Yes. <laughs> I like hard no. I like no. those two ones the best. I, I said because I, I, I use them both in my everyday conversations. Yes. <laughs> it's either that or I, mostly it's can confirm or can confirm mm-hmm. or uh, that that's probably my my opposite of Texas Texas size ten four or yeah pitter patter for sure or figured out figured out <laughs> figured out is actually like, yeah, I've like said that, that to too. my students and they look at me like I'm so weird like just figured out fucking figured out <laughs> you figured they will out. one day and they'll watch it tell it to your face. <laughs> Oh yeah, but yeah. I like so, figure it out too, and uh, hard no and Texas size ten four. Those are my top three for sure. Yeah, there's so many good ones. Oh yeah, uh, and what's funny is you know, fart book. I know lots of right. folks don't like fart book, but but I think it's honestly one of the cle- most clever episodes there is, just because of <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah that, the kids falling off bikes is hilarious. Um, but there and and the way and the way uh, Devin did. His his Zuckerberg right. or his Eisenberg Zuckerberg <laughs> right. was so spot on, and I mean it's just about the shit that goes on on social media all the time. It's uh, it's it was such it was really clever, and I know a lot of even our friend who we Heidi that we interviewed about it when we had her on as a guest host. She was like sighing the entire time when I was talking about farts. Like yes, I like this part, but I didn't want to because of all the farts. <laughs> It's, it's it's a it's a double yeah. it's a it's a double edged knife there I think that we're uh, that we have with that. Um, but so one of the things that we've been talking about uh, off and on is setting up 
a Letterkenny con. Or rather, we've been asked a couple of times. Yeah, we've been asked. uh, And we've kind of, you know, marinated on it, (laughs) to to put it in in a Letterkenny term. But, um, and this is assuming that the producers and Jared and whomever else would need to be uh, involved would, would be okay with it. But what would you think would be important to have at a Letterkenny convention? What would be important to have is just, um, I don't know, everyone who really loves the show and supportive, like who would come out, you know, just come bring your costumes, dress how you are, or if you like cosplay and everything, or just, I don't know, um, maybe if you just had like kind of replicas of all the sets that we have, or like if you had a replica of the mm. farm and a replica of everything around, and then it's just kind of like you're there in Letterkenny almost like you can get a replica of Stuart's basement and the skids are all hanging down there and like doing the signing autographs and everything. Like, I don't know. That'd be kind of creative, but yeah. all depends. That's I hadn't even thought of something like, like that. Yeah. Make the fans kind of feel like they're in Letterkenny, you know, like the town that doesn't really exist, but does exist because it's a, it's pretty much every small town, like the like Canadian Ontario town. Like it's pretty much like that. Like I'm very sure it's all based off like how they were in Listow, like, right. which, is like really small and like I, I could relate to North Bay stuff. Cause when we got bored when we were kids, me, Cody and Pete and all our, my friends, we'd go out and be like, well, let's go set off fireworks or uh, go skateboarding <laughs> or, you know, backyard wrestle or something. <laughs> yeah. Like just, you're bored in a small town. You know what to do. True. <laughs> true. Very true. <laughs> that's, that's I mean, why. I could have went and I'd done heroin and meth, like actually, but I'm like, now nah, I'll just <laughs> do all this like extreme stuff and I'll put my life on the line instead. You know? <laughs> Yeah, that's, but, I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm too old for that. Small towns are kind of, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, small towns are just, in Ontario, pretty much like Letterkenny. Like, it's it's got their own set of, like, maybe not exactly, but it's pretty much the same almost set of things from what I've noticed. Yeah. You have, oh, okay. I thought DR had something. Sorry, no, so, I just got a text. Oh, so, so, um. So yeah, so uh, I could even see like a panel that was that would be Connor and Darian discuss literature, and oh. <laughs> something very clever, uh, you know, where it was, you know, and you would take questions from the audience about and answer know. them as the character. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some so, something silly. But I'll do it all in sign language. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know a couple people who could be interpreters. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my 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 my. Or I can lip it, and they can sign language my lipping, and then it'll be the most silent <laughs> conversation you've ever had in your life. <laughs> oh totally. And, and, the, and the only thing we would say is, please silence your cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's. So. Let's we see. have one more question from Reddit. Okay. Uh, this is from Net Pastor. Uh, will we see the fuck you return? Do you believe? Do you believe we will? I don't know if you believe in yourself and you believe in all the three fuck you quotes enough. Yes. I think it might come back. Yeah. I don't know though. Sarah Gadden with you guys was amazing. So great. And, and yeah. And then when she left and you, I, all you were sobbing, <laughs> it was so hard. I mean, you could feel it. You, you, even though it's a silly show, you could feel, you could feel the, the emotion there. Mm-hmm. So I, and just I, the music they chose too, you know, oh my like God. it just all went with it. Always. Jared I does such cried a great on command job for that scene. <laughs> Thank you. I actually cried on command for that scene. And then while it was happening, I'm like, I'll just vape while it's happening on Tyler's shoulder. And I heard Jacob like almost like choke on his own spit from trying not to laugh at that. Just vaping and like not taking it serious, but not taking it serious, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So, uh, let's, so let's, 
Let's let's get to the lightning round yeah, questions. Let's do it. All right. So these are a bunch of little quick questions. Just answer off the top of your head what uh, you prefer. Um, where do you like to sit when you go to the movies? Um, anywhere that's not sticky. <laughs> that's a good answer. I like that one. I said, aren't they all sticky? <laughs> so I know you're diabetic. No, depending on what type of theater you're at. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I know you're diabetic, but so uh, assuming you could have it, cake or pie? Oh, cake for sure. Give me some cheesecake. Oh my God. All up in that. Get my high blood sugars. Did we just become best friends? I knew it. I was just going to say that y'all became best friends just now. Um, go ahead. Uh, who is the kindest person, you know, the kindest person that I know, ah, that's really hard because there's lots of kind people that I know. But um, I'd probably have to say um, either my lady or my mom. Aww. I love you, mom. Because, like, my lady, is, she's super, super kind with, like, everyone around. And, like, she tries her best to be anyways. And, like, my mom is just, she has good intentions, but she goes a mile a minute. It's like she's on speed or cocaine, but she doesn't do that at all. But she's really fast like moving and talking and I can't really understand her sometimes. So I'm like, you gotta give me a second here, mom. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> um, is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, what kind of sandwich and what's on the hot dog? Well, just up it, to it, you. It, yeah. Do you like philosophically is a hot dog, a sandwich, is a hot dog, a sandwich. This is something that's come up on our oh, show. Is a hot dog, a sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much a meat sandwich, all the entrails and stuff, you know? Yeah. Oops. Yeah, or as Don likes to call it, a tube meat taco. <laughs> tube meat taco. Yeah, yeah, there you go, tube meat. I'll have myself some tube meat tonight, honey. <laughs> All right, last one. Uh, dogs or cats? I can't decide on that. They're both great in their own ways. <laughs> and he's got a cat. So, cat dog. <laughs> okay. Cat dog. We've seen that cartoon. Yeah, we've seen that. <laughs> so, yeah, me too. Back in the day. So, before we sign off, is there anything else you would like to plug and or promote? Um, just, I hope everyone enjoys letter Kenny and just keeps supporting the show or dropping the other next season on October 11th on crave the 14th on Hulu. And then I am pretty sure I was told the 15th for Australia. Ah, there you go. Um, it's going to come out actually like the first season, like it's going to start then. Nice. Um, I'm doing, um, I'm doing comedy sketches right now. I'm starting to film as we speak, well, as we speak, but like I have been anyways lately. Um, it's called plywood mind. And it's going to just be like a bunch of different series of comedy or like um, rant videos that I might have. And just like, I don't know, different bunch of playlists and everything. I'm working one on a, like a kind of a shitty life hack show. It's going to look VHS style right now. I've already got three, um, three episodes done. Uh, I just got to edit them. And um, I don't know, just uh, shout out to everyone from Letter Kenny. Shout out to all my old school buddies in the Dirt Squad and Blocktooth. And I like to say I love you to Cassandra Kane, my lady. Hi, Cassie. And yeah, that's about it. Beautiful. Do you guys have any other questions for me? Well, I'm sure we could talk for hours and oh, hours, yeah. but <laughs> to people tend to tune out sometimes because yeah. no one wants to listen to us for five hours. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we could. We we've been on the on the on the cusp of doing that before. So well, with your other podcast. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> uh, don't get me started. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I yeah, I I think what we know about you or what we've learned about you in this is, I mean, has been great. I mean, you've seemed just from everything that I've watched you on, uh, in, whether it be Letterkenny or your, your Instagram post or your Twitter post, you seem like a really cool guy. And I mean, definitely somebody I would want to hang out with and watch movies with and watch you 
ride your skateboard because I couldn't do that. <laughs> so, oh my God, I'm so flattered. Thank you, D. Thank you. <laughs> but no, um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say here. Uh, no, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I could really think of. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, all right then. But yeah, uh, but we've, you know, we got, we, we will always have your back. Uh, we are fans of Letterkenny until we're we're your ride or die bitches. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's a really great way to put it. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate you guys having me on the podcast. Um, so I would like to hang out one day, you know. Hell yeah. That would be pretty cool, you know, get a beer or something or have a sandwich or, you know, a two meat sandwich would be great. <laughs> well, I do happen to know a very good place that makes very good Seattle dogs if you're ever in Seattle. Yeah. And uh, as for the beer. Do you guys get bored? Uh, what was that? If you guys do. I said, if you guys do get bored, watch out, watch for DSBT TV. And I would like to go to a Seattle dog place with you guys. That'd be great. And have some good beer. Oh, yeah. And, and we can go uh, to yeah, Seattle like underground for, wrestling. Uh, some, oh yeah. Seattle yeah, underground wrestling. I have really some friends awesome. that do that. Yeah. I'd be down. I like, I like watching backer wrestling, all that barbed wire and thumbtacks and yes. chair shots. It's all fun. You know, <laughs> it's all, it's all fun. But if you guys break do get bored, watch my old sketch show. We will definitely do yeah. that. Absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah. so if you guys do get bored. Just, Watch the old DSBT TV. I don't know if you guys did check out that before, but that's my other acting skills. If you want to go have, on that, I have but, not. I have yeah. not checked that out yet. That is in my in my queue of to dos. Once we get caught up on Letterkenny, yeah, we still have. We're yeah. on. We just finished season four. This will be our season four recap. Yeah, this this episode oh, okay. will be our. It'll be so, the, on the tail end of our season four recap. So basically, we're we're slowly catching up or quickly catching up because we've been doing this for like less than a year yeah i'm um, quickly catching up with you guys and by the time season seven has been out for a little bit we will be ready for season eight yeah we'll actually be able to do season eight as they come out probably depending what? upon when you that... guys are in for some treats i so can't excited. wait can't wait so excited uh. <laughs> I'm like that little girl in the <laughs> gift that likes eating the cotton candy <laughs> that's what i'm like right now uh, <laughs> Patrick, Close. thank you so much for thank joining you us. Thank you so much. And uh, we hope to talk to you no again problem. very soon. Thank you guys soon. for having me. Definitely, definitely. Tell all your friends. Yes. <laughs> of course. I will promote it all, all over the place. I will tell all my buddies where to check it out. You guys got to send me a link, and then I'll send yeah. a link to everyone else. Most Beautiful. Definitely. We will. All right. All right. Thank you, and have a fantastic rest of your day. Okay. You guys, too, <laughs> and have an awesome Sunday, and uh, go get a nice dinner or something, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take care, guys. Talk soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of How Are You Now? If you like us, subscribe and give us a nice review. If you don't, well, we're not for everyone, but we thank you for listening anyway. If you'd like to give us a review, you can do so via iPhone uh, at the Apple Podcast app or via iTunes. If you don't have an Apple device or if you choose to use another method, we can be rated on podchaser.com. If you'd like to contact us for any reason, we can be found on interwebs at howareyounowpod.com. We can be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pod and via email at host at howareyounowpod.com. And finally, a big thank you to our musical guest this week, Song Dispenser. 
You can find them on soundcloud.com slash song dispenser, facebook.com slash song dispenser, and they can be contacted at song dispenser at sonicsquirrel.org. Thank you for being the lovely DJs you are. We'll see you next time.